We're coming in smart, brother, brother. Yeah, brother, brother. It is uh, burning hot out there. I couldn't go hot to this gym fuck. because it's the uh, 4th of July. We're celebrating this on America's birthday. Mm -hmm. And as always, I'd love to remind you that America is here just to kill and save brown people. Yep. America the beautiful for enslaving the brown. Yep. And the yellow. It's hilarious because uh, Border Patrol guys are, are uh, arresting Native Americans. <laughs> for being here oh, illegally. Man. You know, what does that taste like? It's, oh, it's sweet irony. Yeah, just. Oh wait, if, no. If you need, no, it actually it's very bitter. Yeah. <laughs> if you need proof that this country is evil, it's bitter irony. Is yep. nothing says America like arresting Native Americans <laughs> for being yeah, in this country illegally. <laughs> God bless uh, this evil, evil country. Uh, America, stay evil. Oh, stay Never evil. Never change. Speaking of evil, man, I saw uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane. Oh, what happened? I didn't watch SmackDown. They wrestled the Usos. Oh, really? It was a good match. Yeah, they And would I don't be. give a fuck. It would be, probably would be a good it's match. an awful fucking program. Yeah, um, who's the heel? Who gives a shit? Oh, okay. Nothing matters. <laughs> the, the, Kane is mayor. Yeah. Okay. He's also The Daniel promo Martin. they did before that was pointing out how stupid everything is. <laughs> I saw the promo where Darren Bryan just buried the WWE. Yeah, it is. Like, they were like, hey, do you want to wrestle the Miz at Mayday? He'd be like, have you watched this company? Yeah, like, no. Why would that happen? Like, But basically, Daniel Bryan buried the WWE again. He's like, why would we join forces? You tombstoned me in the middle of the floor, and then on the stairs, and then on the table. It wasn't even a match. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. He killed him. You tried to uh, abduct my wife. Oh, so this is the promo. This is the promo he cut this past. Yeah, week. this past week. Yeah, right. Just, he, he brought up the things we should have forgotten. He brought up the, the <laughs> like things. when he tombstone him eight times on eight different services and then tried to kill his wife. Yeah. In front of him. And of course, Vince is like, "Who the fuck gives a shit? No one's not gonna remember. They're not gonna remember. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> These fans are stupid, and he's right. He's absolutely right." Yeah. WWE fucking... fans, you're fucking morons. All of you. Yo, honestly, so I just heard... I, like, like now I feel like I can't tell when I go to, like, actually wrestling websites if it's, like, everyone's doing kfabenews.com. Because, <laughs> like, I just saw, like, a thing. I just saw the headline of, like, Braun Strowman tipping over Kevin Owens at a porta potty and I'm like, that didn't actually happen. Yeah, I bet it <laughs> That is. can't actually have been what the main event angle for I was. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's, and you know that's what? what they're doing with Braun Strowman and Kevin. Kevin Steen living his dream. This is what he wanted. The goal of being a WWE yeah, superstar. Yeah, guys, remember, hey, all the, the, the all, all the top guys in this new generation, remember, this is what the WWE dream looks like. <laughs> when we were watching Kevin Steen in Ring of Honor, we were like, God damn, someday he'll make it to the WWE. <laughs> where he can be in a porta potty. And get tipped over. Get tipped that's over. what most of it is. It's not fucking, oh, climbing a ladder and getting the... the <laughs> The, the fucking... Reach for that brass ring. Yeah, it's not climbing the ladder and getting the Intercontinental Championship in your hometown. It's not, you know... It's not pinning main... the, the heel of the main event of Mania. Yeah, it's not main eventing WrestleMania. It's getting tipped over <laughs> on a porta potty by a giant cartoon man. That's <laughs> what it all man. is. So be Osprey and not do it. <laughs> just fucking do it. Just... We watched El Generico. I'm like, man, he's, he's raising this... One of his students, Sami Zayn, is going to go off. And have a main event feud. Have he's, a main event feud with Bobby Lashley. He's the future of this. In event. which he um, is is, is <laughs> interviews men in drag, and like the joke is that men are in drag. Like that's the that's the joke. The joke is 
men in dresses are it's funny. It's funny because fucking fuck faggots. <laughs> fucking gay people. Fuck you, stupid faggots. Trans and gay people are fucking stupid. Fucking stupid faggots. <laughs> dumb. Vince, don't you think this is a little offensive? I don't fucking care about these fucking homos. Cass beat up a midget. This all happened in the last two months. By the way, yeah. This like, is, this is, we're not even so going. Remember, remember all the times about WWE being progressive. <laughs> they had f- two Japanese people win their Royal Rumbles this year. Yeah. And then look at both of them now. Yeah. One of them got bit by a dog. That's not really his fault or the company's fault. But, uh... It's endemic of, what, of, of the company a little bit. <laughs> His, he he went on to have a a, a, a ball kicking gimmick, yeah. and now is, he's injured. Uh, yeah, well. And the other and one. The other one is worse it, off. The other one is an imbecile. The other one is the other one. If she sees someone she sees, dressed somewhat like her, turns to stone. Yeah. Like fucking blank in Final Fantasy Nine. She never sees herself in the mirror because she just stops moving because she's confused by her own reflection. Shout out to Final Fantasy Nine, but yeah, it's. <laughs> Dumb company. It's a dumb company. You shouldn't God, want to go this. there. I hate it. You straight up shouldn't want to go there unless you're predatorily about money. When I was like, when I saw that thing about Strowman and Owens, that's when I wrote the tweet where I was like, they're like trying to make me not watch, right? Yeah, they're actively, like they're like, hey, actively don't. To to yeah, because they don't care. It doesn't <laughs> matter to them. There's no it. penalty for their failure. Bad, and putting a bad program, putting a good program, is the same amount of work, and means the same amount of money. Daniel Bryan returns to wrestling. For what? For this? Why not just quit? I swear to God, I hope he goes to New Japan. I just, just hope. Just, just quit. Leave. Not even just New Japan. I hope he works everywhere else. Yeah. I hope he shows up in PWG no and one Ring likes, of Honor. No one likes his book. Even in No one in WWE thinks they're doing good job. Doing a good work. No, Unless year, you're in 205 Live or NXT. I have to say, though, honestly, like, this year is especially Garbage. Awful. Like, they've had... Last year was not good. Yeah. But 2016 was they've better had, than these two. Look, they've had good years, but here's the thing about 2013 them ha- was a good year. Here's the thing about them having good years. It ultimately, ultimately does not matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're anymore. good. It doesn't matter if they're bad. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're mediocre. But I just realized you're wearing a jacket. Yeah, I'm, I like it facing your air conditioner, so I'm going to fucking... Oh, oh. But like, you I've wore tried... one out, that means you brought one here. No, I had one in my, in my oh, bag. Oh, you keep one in your bag. Okay. I keep one in my bag. Cause Are fucking... you cold, man? No, it's just I'm facing your air conditioner. That's oh, going to okay. make me cold. Gotcha, if you okay. turn off the air conditioner, then I'm going to die. There's no chance I'm going to... Yeah, yeah no. there's no chance I'm going to turn that shit off. So I'm, like, getting <laughs> full blast of your air conditioner. I actually keep it colder than usual because um, cause my sister, for, like, her thing is all fucked up. And so, yeah, so and your sister is, here, made out of, is a bird She's person. made out of, like, fire, I think. Yeah. Because she'll be in here and be, think it's hot when yeah. I have it on full blast. Yeah, because your anyway, sister's a tiny bird person. I think she's, like, bird. a literal phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> She is she's made Phoenix. out of flames that don't die. Wait, she's Phoenix? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that means she just got killed by Memorial. Yeah. Oh god. Um, yeah. Ultimately, this is a bad company with nothing good happening. But you know what's a good company with good things happening? Underground. Oh yeah. Progress. Oh, I, I, I progress. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I didn't see Chapter Seventy Two. It's good. Have you seen it all? I recommend it. It had Jordan. I knew I should have watched. It had this. Jordan Devlin versus Will Ospreay. Before the intermission, which is like you're fuck? giving this away. What the hell? They oh. gave it away. They, it's so. Do you want you want to review it? You want to yeah, I do want to review it a little okay, bit. Okay, cool. But, sure. Uh, I mean, I, I I will see it. I you know what I started? I started watching the World Cup. But I did not finish it. Oh, I figured. I went through the first round. Yeah. And then the tag. Did you see the Chuck Mambo match? The just the first. All the I'm, first I'm rounds. Good. Does Rusan look good? Because I haven't seen no. the World Cup yet. Nope. No. Nope. 
I don't, I didn't want to review it until I saw all of it. Though. Got it. Fair enough. So, but uh, I'll bring up Progress seventy two. Yeah, and I'll give you. A and break you tell down. me what the fuck went on here. I'll, I'll give you. Uh, I'll let you know what, what's what's what. Probably should put wrestling into that, huh? It's so hard. <laughs> uh, they gotta work on their SEO. Um. They solidly gotta work on their SEO because I sometimes I fuck up too. Expect a, a thing on. Oh, there's no card. Or is this my thing? Just there we go. There you go. Okay, cool. Right, that makes sense. Cool. So, uh, so the opener was Doug Williams against Michael Dante. This is really good, and, and uh, I, I think I figured out what Michael Dante's problem is. What's that? Is that uh, he's like Shibata? Is that he, he has a very placid, like he has a very stone face? Uh-huh. So I can't tell what, what what's his emotional. I don't think Shibata has a stone face. No, he's not, very sh- not Shibata. Uh, Sonata. Oh, Sonata. Uh, yeah, right. Sonata's not very emotive. He's Sonata without the athleticism. Yeah, Sonata's not very uh, emotive, and so is Michael Dante. Michael Dante's not super emotive. That's true. But yes. some of this match, he got, he, he, it appeared he got into it. So Michael Dante clearly um, won and ended Doug Williams' career here. No, right? Doug Williams oh, won. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Doug Williams won with a ball of scared knee drop. Doug Williams looking... That's my new character, guy who doesn't get pro wrestling. It's not a very specific character. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Williams looking real good right now. Uh, you told me Michael Dante wasn't the guy to end Doug no, Williams' career. Talking about, yes, Michael Dante <laughs> couldn't get the on job. On a random done. progress show, not at Wembley, just on a random on the way to Wembley. If this is WWE, this is how this would happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the type of shit they would do. Like on the way to man, like they would lose That's that fast. Doug Williams' career would be retired fast lane. <laughs> God damn, we gotta do something for fast lane. Uh, so did Doug Williams win with the Chaos Theory? He no, he was attempting it but couldn't get it. So he did the bomb scare knee drop to finish off Michael Dante. Oh, just like a King Kyle from the top rope. Yep. Cool. Yeah, uh, Doug Williams looked amazing in this match. Really? Yeah, looked really good. I'm so sad when he retires now. Yeah, he should be. <laughs> remember when I, I I didn't I didn't bury him. But you remember were burying ish. Remember when I was burying the position of the company he was in? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what I was talking about. This is way better. Yeah. I wish it didn't have to end with his career. Wait, yeah, believe it or not, because they seemed to be, this was the plan all along. Right. uh, You know what I really want Douglas to be? Well, no, I mean, this is awesome, too. But, and this, it's, um, it's, it's similar to, remember when Ric Flair had that stipulation? Yeah. But I want him to be like Ric Flair, but like when he was in Evolution. Yeah, true. You know, where he was like the old veteran that gave them credibility. Yeah, that would be great. I guess, but the thing is, no one ever... Like, British Strong Style didn't need that. No. And, like, having Haskins didn't need that. But he could have been good for, like, a young upstart. Mills and Mayhew, for instance. Yeah, but they're baby faces. I guess it would work better with a heel team. Yeah. Like, if Spike Gervais was leading a faction, let's say. That'd be good. And he would, he'd be, like, the shitty old guy who, like, endorsed him. Yeah. But anyway. So this is good, though, right? Yeah, this is good. Cool. Uh, good, like, seven-minute opener. Sweet. Uh, next up is Ginny, uh, House of Couture, represented by Charlie Morgan, mm-hmm. versus Laura DiMatteo. So it looks like they're all, so Char- so the house is all intact here. Yeah. Okay. Are they? But are they? Well, I don't know. Yeah. You tell me. Laura DiMatteo had a nice stare down with Ginny. Okay. Uh, it looks like she's, she's on the hunt for that mm-hmm. title. Okay. There's a literal heat, like, just, just radiating off those two. By the way, I just realized this is the battle of the, um... The lesbians. Yeah, the battle of the out lesbians. Yeah, as far as the out lesbians. Laura Do we know any others right now? Uh, Sonya Deville. Right, right. I knew there was another one. I, I know, yeah, 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 I know plenty of lesbians. Wow. I mean in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> My sister? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so tell me. Yeah, how did that, tell me about It was this. good. But there was a few blown spots. Once again, Charlie Morgan and Laura DiMatteo are... Uh, they really do need... 
to work good opponents for them to... They can't just work anybody, yeah. excuse me. They sort of have... Uh, there was a lot of mis... There were some miscues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it didn't hurt the match overall. It was uh, it got it got the job done. Uh, Charlie Morgan losing. That makes, getting that's rolled what I up. With a roll-up? Yeah, death by roll-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so someone, someone protected. Yeah, someone protected. Nina Samuels got into Laura DiMatteo's face and then got knocked off. And Charlie Morgan tried to blindside Laura. Okay. And uh, good old-fashioned face getting the wins over the heel team. Though it looked like there were some uh, some tension in the House of Couture. Mm. Uh, I, I'm i already calling a triple threat for Wembley. Okay. With uh, Charlie, Laura, and Ginny. As they seem to have the most fire right now. Mm. But what about Tony Storm? What about Tony? What do we have for Tony Storm? What do we have for Tony Storm? I feel like Tony Storm can do a uh, a marquee match. What do we have for the girl with the shiniest wizard? I forgot her new name. Stephanie, Stephanie Newell. Newell. Yeah, Stephanie Newell. I feel like if you give Tony Storm a a, uh, a marquee match, you would have another women's match on the card, which is That's, way more interesting. That and is important. more interesting. I agree with that. <laughs> than having a eight women scramble, which I have a feeling progress would do. Yeah, well... This is the problem when you don't have any women if you're, in Look, your... you want to get the women on Wembley, it's Wembley. Yeah. I don't know. It's like It's harder for me to be mad at that. Because when they do it in WrestleMania, it's like, that's WrestleMania every year. Yeah. This is the first Wembley. And if you want to pay all these women, I, I, it, I, it does suck, though. I, actually, I would rather two women two women on the card. Than Here's what I'll say. I hope you're wrong about women. the triple threat thing. I prefer a singles match. You give me a singles match and an eight-woman whatever. No, I would rather a singles match, a uh, marquee match, and a th- triple threat for the title. Uh, So then you get five? Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, I, yeah, I can live with that. Yeah, I mean, just like what? Just not have Joseph Connors on the show. Fine. <laughs> he doesn't need to be on any show. Um, <laughs> just don't do a Wasteman challenge this time around. How about that? Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's not really. Not I like I like Wasteman. It's fine, but yeah. Yeah, I like the Wasteman challenge. God, Devlin but... fucking killed what's his name on the last one. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> um, so then we had. Well, this is the third match. <laughs> right. Like I said, they gave this shit away. Wait, before sorry, before yeah. we get to this, to be clear. So Laura got the did they beat her up afterwards? No. Oh, so she just gets the win and yeah. then and they just they just stare her down and she goes up the ramp. Yep. Okay. Okay, so then we have to this yeah. So then we have uh, Jordan Devlin versus Will Osprey. You know the OTT main event for the next Cracker <laughs> Mania. That's the OTT. That's, <laughs> that is. What the fuck? You know the the next for the big show. Jesus. The thing they're gonna they're booking towards. In Ireland, this is like the biggest match they could do. Right, Christ on a cross. And they fucking did. It. They worked the main event in the middle of the so, <laughs> third match in the card. It's the main event. So, yeah, how good was? Because I, I know this is great. How it good was? Got this? a standing ovation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, we're also doing the match of the year award. Yeah, we're the, doing the half midway, year, halfway, half year awards. We're doing a half year award. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but did, did you consider this for the list? I did. Fearless. I definitely did. Okay. I definitely did. Yeah. But I was like, I just saw the match. So it's right. Really it's fresh. a little. It's a little quick to digest. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's pretty Remind much. To, it's uh, pretty much up. the main event of the of the card. Yeah. Uh, and no one oh, knew it's it. Like, it's like the hot no match one, in the card. Yeah. No one knew it. Right. <laughs> like the fans didn't understand what they were watching. They didn't understand how good this match was going to be until it got... Well, th- but the thing is, they all know how good... They know Osprey. They know how good Jordan... It's uh, really Devlin, right? Yeah, they didn't know how good... Once again, I think Devlin is slowly uh, waking up progress. He's going to be like the slowest overnight success. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. 
He's got a. I think that first that first year that first that Mar- that Martin St- uh, Stone whatever Danny Bur- whatever that Danny Birch match fucked him. It might have because I thought he was shitty. It after might have that. left a stain on him if you've never seen him before. But yeah, I, man, his working on TT. It did take me a couple like his Haskins match, and then the Progress match. The first yeah, one he had his Riddle I match. I forget who it was. Dude, his match against Matt Riddle. Was that when did he That's have OTT. the Riddle match? Oh, it was OTT. Okay. I didn't see that one. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, those those were, those like, oh, it's... Because he is, like, he's a four-star machine. Yeah, he is. That was really... And then the Tyler Bate... And, and he's and... a four-star machine that can kick it up to five-star. Yeah. Like... I don't know. I don't know, actually. I don't know if I agree with that yet. I gotta see more of him. Fair. To be... Like, I don't know. I, I've seen him have, like, the great matches. Well, I gotta see... The, I gotta see this one. Yeah. Like, I mean, because this is... I don't... I mean, Riddle's a great opponent. Yeah. But Osprey's gotta be one of the best opponents he's, he's the, ever had. Uh, the... Uh, Osprey did the uh, Flamita Spanish, the top row Flamita. Right, Spanish. I saw the GIF. God the land on the feet one. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing about Osprey, man. He will whether he's in the third match or when he's fucking main eventing against in New Japan. He he gives it at all. Yeah, cheeky. And Mas- he will give his opponent everything. Yeah, Young Master Williams knows uh, knows that he needs to constantly be out there. Yeah. Uh, I honestly kind of can't wait for the time when he slows the fuck down and like and we'll have just like like a string of like average matches. Yeah, because then people are gonna realize what the fuck they were missing. Like I feel like now it's like yeah, it's like now it's like oh he's always amazing and so people it's like you were how shows it's hard it's like you almost don't want to praise him because he's like his matches are always great. Young master, I can't wait till he just is like average for like two months. And then has like a great main event, and then people are like young master William. Well, years ago he was like, I mean, he always still worked hard. Yeah. And the the potential was there, but not every before like not twenty sixteen. And everything clicked. You know when he was like two years into the game, he was like not every match was child. amazing. Yeah. He's only like five years in still, right? Maybe six. He's gonna be wrestling Izzy for the I the. <laughs> the <laughs> All right, for the listeners, Benel told me on the way here that Izzy just started training. Yeah, Izzy from uh, NXT fame has yep. just started training, which means that I have to get Wendy into training She's so we can be have that match. Wrestling uh, Millie McKenzie and Momo Matsunaga. Wait, when Millie McKenzie's gonna be the veteran? <laughs> yeah. The grizzled young. Millie McKenzie's gonna put her over in the big pass the torch match. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> these children, literal yeah. children. <laughs> Is this even, she's 10, you told me? Yeah. Damn. She's literal, a literal child. And she's the, a huge part of one of my favorite matches of all time. Yeah. The Bailey sasha Iron Woman match. Absolutely. She, <laughs> That's uh, one of my favorite parts. I'm excited for, I'm, She's I'm, already I'm in legit, my personal wrestling I'm legit history. excited for all these fucking young children <laughs> that are. I saw footage from, like, the Knuckle Locks gym where there was, like, an 11, 12, and 13-year-old. Yeah. All doing insane bullshit. I can't wait till, like, 40-something-year-old Bailey. Fucking uh, takes Izzy under her wing and then Izzy turns on her. Oh man, that's gonna be great. <laughs> Tits her with a belly to belly and then poses over her body. Oh man. <laughs> uh, okay. Man, the future for wrestling is looking bright, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a good time to be alive. So uh, we're getting Walter versus Izzy and Renfro. So man, it is a great time. For get your dicks wrestling. ready and vaginas. All right. Uh, uh, so then we have the intermission, I guess. No, six no? man tag right after. Oh, this so match. this is so okay. This is before the pre-match intermission. Yeah. Okay, British Strong Style, you know who they are, versus Josh Alexander, and the besties in the world who I watched at the World Cup. Yeah, Davy uh, Vega, Matt, Matt Fincher. Now, where have I... S- okay, they're um, OTT well, you see, guys. We've seen... Yeah, they're OTT guys. Right, so well, I We've have... seen Josh Alexander in person at Evolve. Yes, so Josh Alexander has a really interesting story. 
you know, he's the guy who wrestles with the headgear. Yeah. Right? And uh, his career kind of ended a couple years ago. Yep. Due to injury. But then he came back. He wasn't even Paige's, like, tag partner yeah. in PWG. But, uh, and then he came back, though. I think this year or something yeah. like that. So that's, like, an interesting story that and gets underplayed. And he is looking fucking ripped. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's he's good. looking great right now. Yeah, because when his career ended, he was just starting to, like... Yeah, he's starting to notice. peak. He was starting to get... Yeah, yeah. Kind of like uh, Peter Casa. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, Aww. yeah. I, I, was, I was, like, really... I was like, did Peter Casa ever come back to wrestling? And I, like, I, fa- I Facebook stalked him and I was like, oh, no, he's just... He's dead. He's just... No, I mean, he's, he's still fine. <laughs> but he, he's, like, a fireman or whatever. So. Oh, man. But he I don't think he's gonna ever going to come back to wrestling. Which, he was, like, just getting... Just getting up there, He right? was just getting there, yeah. But uh, but Josh Alexander's uh, back. Yeah, and, and he, um, in progress, big show. And, uh, yeah, and oh. a big match with British... He's yeah, he, he, here's the thing about this. This was started as a British Strong-style fuck-around match. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, they threw shoes. Okay. Everyone made fun of, uh... Ty- well, first of all, Ty- Well, the thing is, Josh Alexander and the Besties are not heels, are they? No, they're not, not the but they were definitely this. more serious than okay. British Strong Style. Like, you know, they British Strong Style came out playing uh, the NXT belts like Air Guitar. Making fun of Kyle. <laughs> and then Trent played uh, Air Piano on the NXT. And then Pete did drums. Oh, oh that's great. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, slowly... Dude, the Trent 7 Kyle O'Reilly feud... Should just go on forever. Likewise, yeah. <laughs> just to see who can fucking one up each other. Uh, as Kyle continues to munch all the scenery. Tyler Bate <laughs> is slowly but surely becoming Gucci Man. Yeah, which is a uh, very interesting. Yeah, that dude, that dude fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's happen. That's what happens when you fuck. That dude. That's what happens when you're fucking Liv Morgan on the reg. You turn slowly into Conor McGregor. What is happening right now with Tyler? I, yeah, it's the most interesting. Do you think it's gonna like like do a? It's gonna like do a, come all the way back around. Where he just where, like, becomes, he becomes like yeah wholesome again. Like just like <laughs> Tyler Blade, that nice boy from he just, Dudley. Yeah, he like, he falls all the way down the rabbit hole where he's like doing blow in like the back room with like while like he's. Like he's with strippers, but he's, doing, but he's also stripping. Like, but he's also he's doing vegan blow because he's not. <laughs> he found that good shit. He found that good shit. He's wearing sunglasses and like he has no pants on, but he has a vest on. He's just and there's a gun out. on the table. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing fucking. He's playing Russian roulette. <laughs> oh yeah. That's I think that's what's gonna happen. But it just it just, it just shoots it just keeps shooting uh, flags that say bang because he's just <laughs> he's just a real psychopath. Yeah, he's, he's just, just gotten to that point where he's lost his mind. Where he's so cocaine that way yeah. he's just insane. He's wearing wrestling tights and uh and wrestling boots and a vest <laughs> with a gun on the table. He spins around. Oh my god, this, this is gonna happen, isn't it? I don't know. This is gonna happen. <laughs> Guys, Pete, Trent. And then, like, Trent walks in, he's like, what are you doing, man? What are you... And Tyler tells him to fuck off. I don't need you. <laughs> They're paying for me, not for you. I was the first UK champ. Oh, uh, oh. I was the first UK champ. <laughs> he just throws it. <laughs> and he's still freakishly strong. So yeah, he like, is really like, the, he throws the table, but the table, like, flips over and hits in the In the lawn. morning, you see him on the front lawn, naked, and but also there's a piano that he threw through the window. <laughs> It's like the aftermath of like a superhero conflict. But it, by the way, it's not cocaine. He's just like ate a cheeseburger once, and then like yeah, yeah. that's that's him over the edge. <laughs> yeah, he ate like a bacon cheeseburger. 
It looks like it looks like he came out of a werewolf transformation <laughs> though. He's just naked on his lawn. Uh, oh, am I? There's a tree that has a hole in it now. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Brother, we have the we have to get we have to get Tyler into rehab. Yeah, I gotta rope, I gotta rope him back in. Oh shit! Yeah, good times. Oh yeah, this so, was an amazing match. Oh, of course. It yeah. started off with fuckery, with everyone throwing their shoes at Josh Alexander and the right. Buffies. Yeah. Uh, and then got into a, got to be a really good match. I I, I realized that I'm starting to enjoy that structure, for like six man tags. Yeah. And that's how it, where it's like we start around with comedy, and then we build for like matches like this. Yeah. Like and like not I like I wouldn't have liked it if they did that with Undisputed Era. And BSS because like they hated those guys. Yeah. And it was an actual feud. But for something like this, I like that like sort of build. Yeah. To like and like no now we're wrestling serious or whatever. Yeah. And also I gotta say Davy Vega and Matt Fitchett, I've been watching, like I haven't seen that much of them in, in OTT because yeah. I don't have OTT yet, but I will get it soon. Um, but like I, I I've always seen their them being reviewed on Voices mm-hmm. and they've I don't know they're just they're just names that I always see. I mean for me they're they're always been praised. I always call them like the uh they're the Irish Tre- Trent and Chuck. Right. Yeah. They're right. not as funny as, tro- as Club Tropicana, but they're better wrestlers. Yes. But they're not as good as, like, oh, The Rapture or the top-level team of the Kings of the North. Right. Like that. Right. They're always in that middle-of-the-pack. Yeah, they're solid. Yeah, they're solid middle-of-the-pack guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you need. Yeah, you really do need those uh, for your card. Yeah. I One of the things about those matches, like, I feel like Josh Alexander was wrestling a different match than everyone else. Really? Like, I feel like he was, like... Serious wrestler guy? Yeah, it was a series, but there was some miscues, there was some timing issues, mm. where I was like, I don't think he was used to wrestling that Br- the British indie style, right. which had switched through so many... Because he is an American indie worker. Yeah. Or Canadian, he's Canadian. He's a Canadian one. Right, yeah. And yeah. he's like, not, I guess he wasn't used to wrestling like the, the quick uh, switch from uh, chain technical stuff to indie spot to like right hit the ropes like you it, it is a different style it's different you're right yeah, yeah. i feel like there was, he was like there was some, some miscues but his power stuff is great it's interesting there's american indie style slash canadian they're very similar there's like lucha style yeah there's like the japanese indie style and there's yuki style and like they all borrow from each other and they mix a lot but they are there are differences there's pacing there's definitely more pacing right. issues right in, like, for an American to go over to, to the UK and do their style, you have to have a firm grasp of technical, uh, sort of English technical wrestling. Right. And American Eng- indie wrestling. Yes. Because the, the the technical style almost floats into the indie style over there, while American is more either, uh, it's more one, not one-dimensional, but, like, there's more, like, you either start American indie or you start technical, but you don't, like... Like, the through line for that style stays the same. Yeah. There's not a lot of switching. Like, fucking British... Brit Rust goes from Lucha to Japanese Strong to... To fucking British Technical in, like, the same match. Yeah, that's true, yeah. You're right about that. Um... But, uh, also, good match. Yeah, of course. I mean, the British Strong Style Six Man's never disappoint. Yeah, never disappoint. And those guys are just... Yeah, they can do it all. Pete, at the end of the match, uh... Oh, shit. He has some strong words from Ilya. What did he say? Uh, he called him a punter. What does that mean? Like, he, in he, football? Like Yeah, he's basically a, he's a, he's a he, job. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you're not like the quarterback. Yeah, you're a you punt. punter. Okay. You're, but uh, CMJ came out there. Uh-huh. Talk some shit. What did he say? 
was, how do you talk shit to Pete Dunne? Dude, oh, like, he basically went like, oh, yeah, no, match no, in like no everyone looks at you as the bruiser way Pete Dunne, but I remember you coming to Germany begging me for a job. Oh. Dude, uh-huh. Pete had a lot of exceptions to that. <laughs> He's like, he, he took some exceptions? He took some exceptions because that's one of the things about Pete. Don't ever bring up the before Bruiserweight stuff because he gets real mad at you for He it. will get, yeah, that's true. You mean when he looked like a child? Yeah. Oh, you mean like... He transformed like overnight. You mean, you mean four years ago? Yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was like three and a half. <laughs> it was like wild <laughs> fucking... You mean he had a top knot? In it his was like during Osprey's title, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> It was mad recent. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he didn't like being brought up to the fact that you know he went over to Germany on his own dime to get a job at WXW, and CMJ told him no. Jesus Christ! And then CMJ slapped Pete in the face and ran off. Literally ran out of the building. <laughs> he fucking should run. He bolted. Kill him. He bolted into the street. If Ilya was there, it is nothing to fear. But that, without Ilya, he should better fuck off. Yeah. He, he got his running shoes out for that. I also... Oh, God damn. I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> Just, this, this match is coming oh, too man. good. It's too hot. I, I want Ilya to show up again. Yep. I don't, know what to, I don't know if I want physicality. I just want him to be there again, though. Oh. But what, what, what more? There's something more that happened. What happened? After Pete leaves the ring, uh, Smallman's about to, to, to come in to the announcement. Who but fucking Eddie Dennis oh. shows up. Not that son of a bitch. That this son of a bitch comes into the ring. He has been medically cleared to p- compete. Okay. Officially, Eddie Dennis is back in progress. Alright. And he is not waiting to Wembley. I don't know why I'm, I'm Wolfgang now. <laughs> He's not waiting to Wembley to get his hands on Mark Andrews. He wants a match with Mark Andrews as soon as possible. Okay. And what does Smallman say? Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. A lot of things uh, having to be uh, fast-forwarded before Wembley now. Yeah, because a lot of people's contracts... <laughs> yeah. Some people had signed NXT UK contracts, mm-hmm. and the uh, they're filming shows in July, August, and October, and November. Yeah. And some people um, were booked on a... New Japan show. Yep. That none of us even knew existed. Yeah. And some people... So I guess fuck both those companies. <laughs> yeah. Some people have signed to World of Sport. Uh, um, fuck everyone. But like, I, I don't know. World of Sport is like... They're I want, literally going to be I want on, them to succeed. They're literally going to be on the biggest uh, British TV channel. Right. In the country, so. But I want that. I want them to succeed, though. I also want them to. Cause succeed. fuck WWE. <laughs> Cause fuck WWE. Fuck all their bullshit. Also, WWE isn't successful in the UK. Don't let anybody tell you any. Yeah, Impact is more successful than yeah, there. Yeah, because they're, they're. If Impact wasn't so motherfucking not... incompetent, not now, by yeah. the way, just saying. But over the years. Over the years, they God, they fucked up a lot. How did they not? I can't believe. Like that's the thing. They should have been on. Losing top Okada. Of... You know, all the stuff they did with Samoa Joe and AJ, that's one thing. They should have been on top of this UK revolution. There was no one else there. They They had everything. Oh, my God. 
What fucking incompetence. Well, fuck you. It's like, if you they gave... They did British you, boot camp for years. If you gave us that company, we would have been like, <laughs> yeah, we're an English company now. We would have moved it out of Louisville. How do they not get, like, the Sabres and Ospreys how and everyone not, first? Yeah, how do you the not skirls. cultivate? Because you don't... Because they did not respect any talent. How did WWE get there before? They were there for years before them. Because they didn't respect talent. Ultimately. WWE a bunch of bandwagon jumping fucking douchebags. I know. That's what I mean. They are. They are. They, they fucking, are. They they follow whatever fucking trend. Fucking, Vince has, Vince has gone on record saying, "I would rather not be the first person to something. I yeah. would rather be the best person to something. Right. I'd I'll wait and see what's popular and take." He's actively said this. This is on record. And look, you know, God bless Triple H with all his, you know, not booking things terribly. But he does this, he does the same shit. Yeah. He yeah. waits and sees. He just waits and sees what's gonna be hot, and then yeah, because he's steal that shit. Yeah, he's not. They're not about cultivating. Because they're a fucking the monopoly. They don't have to. Be. They don't have to be. They're a fucking corporation. Yeah. They don't have to be on the new things. They can be. They can not give a shit about gay people, and then go pro- gay yay Pride Month. They're they're a fucking corporation, and all corporations are the same. They're all evil. So shut up. Except the one that I'm gonna run. No, yeah, no the one, evil. the if one you... I'm, the one I'm gonna run is especially gonna be evil. <laughs> Cause everything is evil. Everything. Is he's not wrong. Evil. You, we make fun of evil, <laughs> but he's not wrong. But we do make fun of him though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even doing the the LIJ bit. He, yeah. It is kind of funny. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he goes I mean, he's great. He's Dude, so serious. He's got so much eyeshadow on. <laughs> People used to make fun of the Undertaker. God damn the evil. Evil has so full-on raccoon eyes. He's so much makeup going on. And the sickle. and It's so funny. Like, when There's we first so started doing that shit, I was like, there's no way this is going to stick. It's been years. Yeah. So it's been like, at least three years since he came back, right? Yeah. When did LIJ start? Yeah, like, it's been three, three years. years. He's been doing this. And we've gotten used to it. Yeah. It's we now, we just, and that's, like, we I was, now accept it. You know what it was? I was watching, uh, whatever, some New Japan match show. And I was watching this, I was thinking, like, how would I explain this to someone who's never seen well, this before? Like, evil, like, Bushi comes out, okay, he's a guy with a mask, spits mess. He's a piece of shit. Sonata. He's a piece of shit, nobody likes he's him. He's also shitty, no one likes him. But, uh, Sonata's, like, oh, he has no emotions, but he's really hot, look at his abs. Real, real great athlete. And then evil comes out. <laughs> so, okay. It's like, how Praise yourself. Well, okay, listen, his name is evil. His finisher's called evil because everything is evil. <laughs> It's like I feel like they're all I rela- couldn't explain this. They're all they're all related somehow. <laughs> but they're all friends. They're all best friends. I think they live together. And then Hiromu is like I can't explain Hiromu. You just have to watch. Yeah, Hiromu. You is... can't really. You just have to. It's an experience. Every you just year, have to watch. Easy Velveteen Dream of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Though that would be a great match, Velveteen versus Hiromu. Oh my god, it'd be super hot fire. What? Right? Kidding me? Yeah. So many people. First of all, that hits every quadrant of fan. Uh, that hits people that want to fuck Hiromu and Velveteen, <laughs> which is most people. Most people want to fuck one of them. Yeah, yeah. or both of them at the yeah, same time. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Always come at me. There's a big, uh, there's a big Venn diagram. There's a big Venn diagram. People <laughs> that want to fuck Velveteen Dream and people that want to fuck Aroma. And, and the middle like, is actually quite large. Yeah, the <laughs> middle is pretty much the entire diagram. Uh, so, yeah, uh, what do we have next here? Then we had... The, the Thunderbaster Tag Team Series Tag Match. The CCK uh, versus... CCK versus... Uh, Mills and Mayhew. It's good to see... Uh, Kid Lyko's back, uh, and he... So, when you take Chris Brooks out of this match, the combined ages of these guys uh, still funny. can't purchase alcohol. It is very funny. <laughs> because 
Brooks being the the salt of the earth veteran here, at what twenty eight years old yeah. or some shit. It is funny. Old, old man Brooks. Because CCK has been around longer as a tag team, and so sure. they did have the veteran status of kicking the shit out of Mills and Mayhew. But Lycos is but twenty. It's also very funny because like Lycos is like two years older than Mayhew. Mayhew just graduated high school. Yeah. But Lycos is like twenty. God bless. And, and then it, Mills is what twenty. But but Lycos felt like the more established veteran. <laughs> he wears the mask, which helps. Yeah. Although he can't cover up how like tiny his body is. He is a tiny man. He's got a tiny ass body. Uh, Lyko's working as working hard, but not as unsafe as he usually was. Oh, well, that's good to hear. Yeah, learned learned a lot in his time doing rehab. Uh-huh. So uh, hopefully he takes that into the future. And any ring rust on the young lad? Or? No ring rust whatsoever. Kid was okay. lo- kid was looking look looking lovely. Cool. Uh, Brooks and. Brooks and Lycos basically kicked the shit out of Miz and Mayhew. So Lycos yeah. working like hard from the top here. Yep. Even okay, because oh, I gotta say, Connor Mills is also like twice his size. Yeah. Like even, even Mayhew's taller than him. Mills got some good shit, good shit on Lycos. He oh, okay. uh, he milled shot at him into death. Nice. I like the Mills shot. Yeah. Uh, Mayhew, uh, however, ate the pinfall because he always Mayhew eats, eats every pin- fucking pinfall. He's gonna eat the pinfall from now until eternity. God damn it. <laughs> I feel like at this point, if me if I wrestled Mayhew. He would eat the pinfall. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's like, I could beat him. <laughs> I could beat and him. I love him. I love him. That's why I love the, the, these fucking the fucking kids. That's Dude, what I call him. I'm I calling call him it by now. Mayhew's gonna be a giant star. Oh, okay. absolutely. I'll, I'll say star. I don't know I how big. I think Mills but... is, Mills is definitely gonna be the next Banks, and I think Mayhew's gonna definitely be the next Osprey. <sighs> Will Mills be the next Banks? That's all. That's a. I, uh, I feel like Mills is gonna disappear, go to uh, go to Japan and wrestle in the dojo for a little. I bit. think he could. I think and he, he could come, totally. Yeah, comes back with a full beard, <laughs> just murder in his eyes, and we're like, "Where? Who's this kid?" It's like, "Oh, that's yeah. Connor Mills." You're right. His style is more like when he grows out, grows into his body, yeah, fills out, and also just gets some of those years on him. Yeah, I think his style. You're right because that type of style is more conducive to someone older. Yeah, definitely. So. Uh, but Mayhew is gonna be the next Osprey. I think you're right. I mean, like, I'm not saying he, even if he's not as good as Osprey, which who can hope to be? He has the charisma down pat. He's already. got the babyface underdogness. He's got all the things that early Osprey had. Mm-hmm. Which, like, you know, early the exci- Osprey, the excitability, the right kind of obliviousness. Sure, sure, yeah. The yeah. like the the dumb young kiddishness. Yep. Uh, yeah. Which Osprey still has. Yeah, he's st- still. Like- by the way, he's not 30. Yeah, Osprey's like, 25 or something. Yeah, he's... So, I'm older than him by five years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mayhew's still 18 or something. He just graduated fucking, high school. He's fucking kids. So, yeah, he's... Yeah, he's, uh... <sighs> he's fucking child. They're all starting families now. Like, Dunn's getting a kid. Oh, yeah, Dunn has a kid. Yeah. Os- I feel like Osprey and B are gonna get serious soon. Well, yeah, are they married or they engaged? I feel like they're engaged, but... Okay. I mean, I think of them as being married. Still, still no pug for B. Yeah, well... Osprey's gonna fall in love with that pug when he finally gets it. I know, right? That that pug is gonna be uh, annoying. It's gonna be his whole life. He's gonna it, be it's gonna be all over his fucking. Okay, no, he's uh, his I ex- Twitter and his. Gram. I expect his Instagram to be nothing but dog pictures. <laughs> At some point. I think he knows it. I know we know. It's just it. pictures of him smiling, holding a pug with B sad in the background. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> he's not spending time with. That him. way, you get two pugs for B. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh, Maria Bamford. Does she yeah. have two pugs. She has two. Yeah. Pugs. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, so May- Mills and Mayhew get the win here, huh? No. They, oh, uh, oh, eat oh. the pinfall. <laughs> okay. Eat the pinfall once again. They are, did uh, Lycos hit the brain buster? N- no, uh, like, oh, actually, they did. They both murdered. 
Okay, so they paired off, and uh, Lycos hit the brain buster, and Brooks hit the praying mantis ball. So they both got murdered. <laughs> so they killed both of them. Yep. They laid Eminem to rest. Yeah, absolutely. Eminem is still definitely going to beat the Grizzled Vets. Absolutely. Are we both saying that? Yeah, we're both okay. we're both saying that. They're definitely going to beat the Grizzled Vets. <laughs> At the very least, every near fall is going to be fucking huge. Yeah. Huge pops. But right now it is uh, four. Uh, right now Haskins and ha- ha- Haskins and Webster four and are four zero. They lead the little. CCK is not one zero. It's one and one. Oh one. Yeah one and one. So zero points. Oh no! The, they lost. Oh yeah no! They actually they just got back together. Yeah, so yeah. they got two points on the leaderboard. Oh uh, right, because they have the one win. Uh, so haven't Haskins have eight points? Yeah. And so Mills and Mayhew are zero and four. Yeah. Hmm. And then Aussie Open is like two and two. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Well, so you know. So this is hitting up. We'll see what's what. Well, the Grizzle Vets are undefeated. Yeah. So at least... Sexy Star still hasn't. Uh, oh right, they're in this, huh? They yeah. haven't been booked yet, so we'll okay, see what so we'll Sexy see. Star. We will see what we will do. see. It's also hilarious. Their name was still Sexy Star. It's true. Uh, so then we had a Progress World Title match. Yes. Now preempted. Off the back. Of his win at the Progress World Cup, which I haven't finished watching yet, uh, Chuck Mambo cashes in and faces Travis Banks. Yeah, preemptive. Travis Banks comes out and says, you know what? I'm not waiting around until after the Natural Progression Series because those motherfuckers can cash in at any time. I've watched Progress. I saw what Jimmy Harris was able to do. I saw what Mark Andrews was able to do to yeah. Nathan Cruz. So I'm not going to risk it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge Chuck Mambo right now. And then I'm gonna be and get my title. And then and then take the next flight out of here. Yep. Where was he booked? Where did he have no, to? Go? Nowhere. He, oh, is this he, a storyline? He just needed to get. He just needed to leave. <laughs> okay. That's a good heel shit. I like that because yep. it's true. Yeah, it's true. That has happened before. I love uh, delusional Trav. Oh that's, yeah, it's pretty fun. Real piece of shit. Yeah, he really is. He's <laughs> delusional Trav. Real delusional. Uh, comes out with uh, his boy TK. Boy TK. Oh, there. I will say the other thing that reminds me. Uh, the other thing that was nice about the Progress World Cup, Dahlia Black on commentary. Oh, yay! Yeah. Yeah. More Dahlia Black, please. More Dahlia Black on commentary. Yeah, uh, can we get her in the main show, please? Why can't she just do the main show? I don't understand. <laughs> she, what is, is what... she not open on Saturdays? Come on. She is. Come on. <laughs> they just clearly they, they think she's not ready or whatever. <laughs> whatever, I mean, she's not, like, perfect, but, yeah. like... Well, I don't care. Look, I want more I want more RuPaul Drag Race references in my wrestling. <laughs> Um, okay, so, now, tell me, um, Chuck Mambo clearly wins the title here. Tell me how it goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. He gets incredibly close of to winning the does. title. Of course he does. Of course. Chuck Mambo has, uh, comes out with some fucking fire. It is a back and forth match. And you mm. know what? A few months ago, if you told me, hey, Travis and Chuck are going to do a back and forth 50-50 match, I'd be like, that's, that's bad. That you shouldn't mm. do that. Yeah. Now, utterly believable. Real, okay. Chuck Mambo had fucking baby face fire, came out like a house, uh, like a house on fire. Uh, Travis Banks just did everything he could to kick the shit out of, out of Chuck Mambo. Sure, yeah. Uh, could not keep him down. Took TK Cooper came in the ring and blasted Mambo in the chair in the head with a chair. He hit him with a chair. Yep. And still got a two count. Ooh, okay. I like that. I like yeah. that. Uh, the story going into this is that TK Cooper. Chuck Mambo have a Being the Elite style YouTube show. Okay. And uh, they're friends. They ride together. Mm-hmm. 
But TK chose his his friend Travis Banks over his friend Chuck Mamba. His teacher, his sensei, his brother. And ensured that Travis Banks won the kept his progress world title, destroying escaping the mid card. <laughs> What's the name of the show? Which is the name of the show? Yeah. So... Except they put up a new episode. <laughs> Spike Trevay, it's Spike Trevay and Chuck Mambo escaping the mid card. Okay, uh, so, okay, so, did anyone do anything Roman Reigns-ish? Yes. Okay. There was, was, well, I was being thrown around. Was there a spear? No. Okay. But Travis the Superman punch? Yeah. Okay, good. Travis is a real dick. <laughs> yeah. Big dog. So, uh, how would you rank this in terms of, uh, Trav, Travis's this, title This is defenses? better than the, the, this is, uh, better than the... Jack Sexsmith's match, okay. which had a lot of similar beats, but it had more fire, right? Uh, because they had a more. Ready and I don't want to be mean here. Yeah, but I think Mambo was better than Sexsmith. Ooh, that's... I think he's just in the ring. I think he's just he surpassed him. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I think Sexsmith has not found the thing that he needs to do to get him to the next level. Yeah, Sexsmith will have his great performances and matches. Yeah, uh, but consistently. If I was going to say who's going to have... I would pick Mamba to have What I match. honestly think is the way to cure this is you give Sexsmith an actual title run. If there was a mid-card... <laughs> if there was a mid-card belt in progress, I would give Sexsmith a belt. Wait, it's the Atlas title. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but Sexsmith isn't going to get it. He's not 205. Well, He's not over 205. He's not? Um, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, but I would give Sexsmith a title run because he... A single title run because I feel like that's the next thing that would get him to that next level. Was Sexsmith ever in the Natural Progression series? He wasn't. But he's above that now. He is above that now. Sucks. <laughs> that's, that is the, their that, other big that, that would be the thing that you would do. Yeah. You would give him a Natural Progression He would. He match. would be like the guy to win that. Definitely. But, maybe he can do something for... Like, maybe if he wins that Riptide... Maybe if he's the Riptide champion, that would be oh, actually really good. Who is the Riptide champion at the moment? No one. The oh. title is being contested in a tournament this summer. Oh, there has never been one established. There has never been one oh. established. No, we, we I don't realize how new this this promotion was. It's so fucking new. Right. Well, it's got really cool. I've also started watching North Wrestling. Oh, right. I, I, yeah, yeah. Because they just crowned uh, their new ti- their new North Wrestling champion, Rory Coyle. Okay. Uh, Tell me about him. With, yeah. I've, I told, I've, I've maybe talked about him in the podcast before. He's basically uh, Irish Bray Wyatt, uh, Scottish Bray Wyatt. Right. Uh He's much. But think about Bray Wyatt before he didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> you know when like Bray Wyatt was good and, and didn't suck. Yeah. Yeah, he's Bray Wyatt, but like English, uh, part of the UK scene, and uh, he's kind of like he reminds me of Jimmy Havoc a little bit. Okay. Like uh, just like a younger, uh, like a young Jimmy Havoc a little bit. Of, I know uh, Havoc and Jimmy had their blow off at Riptide. Yes, they did. I'm, uh, gonna, I'm gonna watch that match when I get home. Yeah, I assume. Uh, well, I don't, I'm not gonna assume anything. Except that it was probably really good. I mean, I saw Jimmy get not put to a ta- through a table. I just saw Jimmy having post about it on Twitter and saying, putting Jenny over and stuff. Mm. So it was really sweet. Go um, Jimmy. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Chuck Mambo uh, comes very close here. Very close. Very... What does Travis put him away with? Uh, Kiwi Crusher. Okay. Second he one. He doesn't tap out the line. It doesn't tap out. Okay. I like that. I like that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeps Mambo strong. I think they're gonna be built to TK versus Mambo. Sure, that makes sense. Then that's that's a great, nice little feud. Yeah. I hope that keeps. Uh, I keeps. It hopes that keeps that fire burning into Wembley. Yes. Ooh ah. Ooh ah. 
And then we have the main events. The Natural Progression Series. Now, since you've seen this. Right? Yeah. I don't want to tell you anything from the last... Remember the last episode of Progress? Because I saw on Twitter who had won. Yeah. And I alluded to this last time when we were reviewing the last round that I was like, hey, you know, maybe Mark Davis should win. <laughs> and Mark Davis won. He did win. I was yeah. surprised when I saw that on it Twitter. It was a fucking fight. Oh, I believe that. They kicked the shit out of each other. They literally was this did... the best match on the show? Uh, no. Devlin Oscar better? It was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but definitely one of the hard hitting, most hard hitting match on the show. Cool. Uh, basically, there was a spot where they uh, traded kicks and chops, right? Until they fell down, and then they got back up and traded kicks and chops for another five minutes, <laughs> and then fell down, and then fell down. So Ridgeway kick Davis chop. Yeah, right. And uh, Davis chopped so hard he literally busted his knuckles open, and his left hand was like pouring blood. That's insane. Like the image of his right of his left hand just. Just dripping blood as he punched Ridgeway in the mouth. That's crazy. But yeah. also makes weird sense. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> Ridgeway, uh... Mark Davis is really good. Yeah, yeah. I know I said this on the two episodes ago, yeah. but yeah. He fucking is. He's really good. Yeah, this match uh, proves that Mark Davis is like... It's basically Mark Davis's coming out party as a singles wrestler. Yeah. Uh, Ridgeway, <sighs> fucking amazing in this match. Really... Oh, it, Hard as fuck. I mean, this is the finals that we predicted uh, many months ago. Yeah. But we, I think we both thought at the time that we went Ridgeway for Ridgeway, over, yeah. yeah. We went both went but for as it, you know, as the tournament went on, uh, not that I don't like Ridgeway, but uh, Davis, <coughs> I feel like is the yeah was the right choice. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like da- here's the thing, I don't know if Walter's not gonna be the face of the Alice division because maybe he'll be the Progress champion. Uh, kind of think Mark Davis would be the perfect person Absolutely. to be the face of that Atlas division yeah. and possibly retire Doug Williams? That's going to be a... Well, here's the thing. They can't do it at Wembley because he's already in the Thunderbaster match. Right. So you can't so... do... Unless... You, Mark, unless... Uh, he could work twice. He could work twice, but I don't see it. I don't see it either. I don't see it. Um. I think Rampage would be great. Uh, Doug Williams goes over Rampage at Wembley. That's a big career moment. That is. And then the next show. The next show is when he loses. He he loses loses. the Raw after. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's what I would do. Yeah, that's that's what I would. I'd have Davis beat him on the next show. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's good booking. I mean, they did that Walter Davis match back when, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't for the title, but it was just like awesome. Yeah, I think that's also the spark that drove uh, uh, Mark Davis. Yeah. To the new height. I think that also made the fans look at him in a different light. Yeah, the fact that he could get vaulted and uh, and and uh, still come out on right, still come out like on on a, still come out with all of his faculty. Smell like roses. Yeah. Came out smelling like roses, man. Yeah, if I get got vaulted, him over. No, if I get vaulted, I'm losing all respect from everyone around me. <laughs> like I'm pissing myself. I'm shooting myself in the middle of the ring, crying. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to pull Walter's pants down so I can suck his dick. Like, I'm really <laughs> emasculating myself. So let me suck your dick. And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Just really emasculating myself in front of uh, thousands of fans. <laughs> well, then, he's just desperately grasping to pull down his fucking I mean, tights. if that's a way, look, if any way you could beat Walter. <laughs> it would confuse him, yeah. for sure. <laughs> it's a tactic. <laughs> Uh, so, thumbs up show? Oh, absolutely, great show. Give it a scale of 1 to 10, what, what would you say? I give it a scale to 1 to Jizzy Jizzborn. It was oh, a Jizzy Jizzborn. Jizzy Jizzborn. 
What on a scale of one to Jizzy just born? All right. Well, I'm I'm excited to uh, watch that. Yeah, you should definitely and, uh, you should definitely watch it. Ingest it if you can. I will. Uh, I have will. have a good time. Uh, so you want to move on to the mid year awards? All right, guys, it's the mid year awards. All right, so halfway through the year, uh, we got some awards. Uh, once again, Lawson needs to make lists because uh, I love lists. <laughs> he loves lists. Swarm. Here's the thing. I love lists. Here's the thing. Uh, our reverse draft got like some of the biggest ratings. We Did it really? Yeah. People love fucking drafts. <laughs> they love I drafts. I fucking knew it. They love lists. I fucking knew it. Fucking. We got like we got like at least ten people to listen to. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I'll plug uh, J- John Carroll show Mikasa. He started doing drafts, uh, and uh, I, w- I started listening. To th- I-, I was listening to those shows more than their, their uh, show reviews. You literally, it's people love lists. Yeah. And people love drafts. Okay, yeah, whatever, whatever. Thought about Dominion, but what about the who draft from the UK Indies? That's literally. And when when is we're gonna do a draft? Another draft. We're gonna do a non televised draft. I gotta listen to see when Ilya Dragunov gets drafted. Yeah. The fifth round, the devil. <laughs> That's not where I would. Shout put out him. to Andrew Rich for drafting Ilya. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, fifth round, Jesus. What? It was the it was the U.S. and U.K. Indies. Oh, man, that's a little... It might have been like the fourth. I'm... Ooh, who's draft first? Uh, the first picks were I can tell you exactly. It was Will Osprey, Matt Riddle, Walter, and uh, Zach Sabre Jr. Uh, the, uh, that was the first Ilya round. gets my first round. round well, yeah, pick. I know. Yeah, obviously for us. <laughs> Ilya's first round for us. Andrew's first pick was Walter, too. He mm. got Walter and Ilya, but he didn't put them against each other. His main event was Walter versus Eddie Edwards. And then he had Ilya versus... <sighs> he had a really cool match for Ilya, though. I for... Was it PCO? No, I don't think it was Oh, that. God, Ilya was, was PCO would pay so much money for it. <laughs> I don't think it was that crazy, but it was... It was... Oh, it might have been Ilya Brody King. Well, that in is a, a hardcore match. Fucking match. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he did. Yeah. Woo! I voted for Andrew Rich. If you can't tell. Yeah, for real. That is a that's a card I want to see. Actually, John didn't participate in that because John doesn't watch the indies as much. Oh, fair enough. That's not his. He he, he knows the Japanese stuff a lot better. All right. But anyway, yes. So this is our half a year awards. Yeah. And for matches, I let us pick ten, the top ten matches. Top ten. Because it was even willing down to ten, I realized. How much has hurt me? There's a lot of matches. I have to leave out, leave out so much. There, we had to call... By, by the way, this is the greatest wrestling year of all time. Uh, despite the fact that WWE is garbage. Even, and maybe like, because, is it better than last year? Yeah, I think My it is. My favorite was last year. I don't know. At this point, I could... I, At halfway? I, I was like up to 30 matches of like, what are the best matches of the year. I'll say it's between this and last year for me. It's so... Yeah, well... I mean, uh, just personally speaking, I can... Off the top of my head, I had last year... Nine five star matches. That's too. And that's and that I, and I. It's not like I throw these around. Yeah. Really, nilly. You're think, not Dave Meltzer. You don't no. get matches because you're friends with the wrestlers. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, uh, except maybe uh, hopefully Charlie Evans at some point. But uh, <laughs> strangely uh, enough, I'm, me and me and Jimmy Havoc are like have a <laughs> have a nice Twitter relationship. It's actually not that strange yeah. <laughs> if you think about it. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So and that was last year, and this year I have. Let me just. I got four, and we're halfway through. So actually, that's pretty. Um, that's pretty on point. That is pretty on point. Uh, so yeah, let's do it. So we'll start at number ten, and we'll uh, go back and forth. Actually, no, you know what? We'll just let's uh, we'll just read them all. All right. Uh, you go. You can go first as uh, read right. me down. Start at number ten and go dramatic Starting style. Starting number ten. Yeah. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet NXT. Uh, take over Chicago. One. Very recent. Yeah. Fucking hot though. Good. I believe it was the opening card. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It was no, the second match. The second match in the card, but yes. uh, man, it was a good match. Yeah. It was Real good. good. Stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, Ricochet proves that he is the one and only, even though that hurts me to say. <laughs> I sometimes forget how, that you hate Ricochet, right? I hate him with all my guts. Yeah. With, with but you do love the dream. Oh, man. The dream is uh, on point in this match. Few, uh, few, uh, yeah, few wrestlers can do what he can do, which is, like, he, he puts it all together. Yeah. Just the package is all there. You know what he does? What? He makes him feel it. He does. Yeah. He, he does. does. Yeah. He makes you feel it. He's yeah. the most interesting character, like in any ring. At least in that company. Yeah, for real. In the in the world, he's up there. He's up there. He's, he's in up the top there. five of like interesting, just pure character. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, you'd have to think like Haromu he and people like that. Fucking yeah. focus. Yes. Like, just pulls focus. Yeah. Everywhere he goes, he's a superstar. Like. Basically, every Velveteen Dream match becomes a Velveteen Dream match and whoever he is facing match. And that's crazy because he was facing Ricochet. Exactly. Who was in that match technically better. Yeah. But they were, I mean, they were both stars. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, I went on, you said that rant that I went on the last episode about him standing next to EC3. Yeah. EC3 never looked like less of a star. Right. <laughs> like more of a... We're ju- talking about the former uh, TNA champion here. He was the bright spot in a fucking desolate... TNA at one point. Literally carried that company. On his fucking back. broad, handsome shoulders. Yeah. And sitting next to Velveteen Dream, I was like, it's just a guy. Yeah. Man, he, he looked more generic. As I looked like, like the Like, somehow he looked smaller. Like, he started to morph into, like, Magnus. Like, <laughs> as I was looking at him, I was like, is that Nick Aldis? That's EC3. Yeah. <laughs> he somehow turns into Tino Sabatelli. Like, <laughs> he did. He did. Quietly. Somehow. Uh, so, my yeah. number nine, this is going to be a surprise to everyone because I don't think anybody else but me remembers this match. Uh, the Business, Sid Scala versus Danny Duggan, yeah. the Natural Progression Series qualifier. This is your match. This is my match. The match of the dome. You've talked about this. I've talked you about this. You voted for this match of the month. I've, I've talked about this match <laughs> insensibly. I feel like I'm the only one that's I feel bad because I still haven't seen it. It's so, I have to go back in the archives it's all now. Character and sto- it's all character. It's like Sid Scala is such a strong fucking performer. Right. And Danny Duggins is great in his big man role. Uh, I really wish Zid Scala would have gotten the Natural Progression Series nod for this. Because he would have brought... Just to see what he could do. Just to see what he could do. He could have brought such a different energy to the whole proceedings. I'm, I'm glad Danny Duggan got there. He definitely could use it. Uh, but, man, this match was fucking... Everything I like about pro wrestling in this match. Mm-hmm. It's a strong-ass character. It's two strong characters interacting. That's that's what I feel like. Yeah, I mean, again, I gotta go back and watch it because yeah. that's, that's it's on my to watch list. As I am, I've fallen so grossly behind. We've all, everyone <laughs> has fallen behind on. There's so much wrestling. There's too much wrestling. And that, that's the thing. It's like, not to uh, go on another rant or uh, digression, but like, why would I watch WWE at this point? Why There's would so anybody? There's so much good wrestling out there. Why would anybody? You can fill <sighs> up your nights watching wrestling. Yeah. You can actually you can actively watch wrestling every day of the week if you wanted. To. I honestly I like I feel sometimes bad that I don't follow Impact more because I know they're doing better work. Yeah. And they have people I like. I just can't. If I'm gonna like <laughs> like you know. I mean, you can stop watching Lucha Under. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I was about to point out that I I I like curiously will tune in because I put Lucha Under used to be so good. Yeah. And like I curiously will tune in, and it just disappoints me. I I think I'm gonna I think. I think that's done. Yeah. <laughs> I think I stopped with that. I had that. to put that ICW uh, because it wasn't doing yeah. anything for me. Oh, did you see what the Ringmaster Challenge on Defiant? Oh, well, no, I'm I, subscribed I to Defiant. So Primate's like their GM and he announces the Ringmaster Challenge. Man. That's, and, <laughs> I know. That depresses me. It does. It's weird, too. 
He's like he doesn't. He still has the gimmick, the beard, everything. Does he come like, out? You're an authority figure. And he like, comes out in a monkey mask and everything. No, no. But he still, be, but he still looks like a fucking. Wouldn't it be great if he came out like in gear with his monkey monkey mask? But he's like, um, the GM. Now. Yeah, it would actually would be amazing. But like, I see him like I'll, I saw him like do a backstage segment with Kaylee Ray, and it's like you're an authority figure. Like you look like a psychopath. <laughs> you with the beard and the gimmick. Like, it's all gimmicked up. Anyway, but then he announces his ringmaster challenge, which they didn't. Explain what the point of it was. It was a tournament. Yeah, it just seems like just to have one. Yep. Uh, and then, like, I saw, like, Stevie Boy was in it, and I was just like... And it's just like... I, it was you like... Know, you... It's because I don't follow ICW, but, when, like, I just, like... And then we have making his defiant debut. We have Stevie Boy... What's his nickname? It's... It's uh, of the Filthy Generation. Yeah, it was like, yeah, oh, the leader of the Filthy Generation, Stevie Boy. I'm like... <laughs> just... He's currently Don't feuding. Give a fuck. This is who the ICW World Champion is feuding with. DCT. Who's that? He's a he kayfabe married Viper, and still couldn't get over. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. What does he test? Yeah. <laughs> kayfabe. They did a kayfabe wedding to Viper. Viper was still way more popular than him. Of course, end. it's fucking Viper. <laughs> Uh, anyway, sorry to yeah, go down that's, that that's the hole. main event. That is the event feud of that company. I hate that. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Even the Chris Renfrew-Joe Hendry feud is not... Oh, I think end. Stevie Boy was actually in his first round. I think he's working BT Gun, Which is like... <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess because they're familiar? Whatever. Do whatever you want. I don't care. And it's like, like, there's women in this tournament, and it's just unexplained. Yeah. Like, Kaylee Ray and and Millie McKenzie are in it. Just for some reason. Are they going to wrestle the men? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like okay. it's like 14 men and, like, them two. Just because. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. It's whatever. Uh, Defiant. Because they have a women's division. Like, I don't... <laughs> Defiant. B. Priestley is their champion. Defiant. Just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I want to. I want to like define also. But remember, I just... like, remember when they were WCBW and they did an international tournament and then Kushida won for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I do. Why didn't Osprey at least win that one? Why didn't Osprey win? Why didn't Martin Kirby win? Yeah. Martin Kirby's your guy. Why does Martin? Yeah, Martin Kirby's also in the Ringmaster Challenge, and his like his opponent. I forget who it was, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, he's losing in the first round, because <laughs> his opponent is someone. Big. I forget who, but it's, it's a it's Dave Matt. It's like a Matt Riddle type of person. I don't know if it was Matt Riddle. Was it Filthy Tom Waller? No, no, he's not in it. But it was. I mean, like it was that level of star. Mm. So it was like Martin Kirby and oh, uh, enter Joe, fucking expensive import here, and I'm like, well, he's like, why, Kirby, you, why is he losing you, the first round? Why are you jobbing out <laughs> Matt Kirby for a guy that's not gonna be here in two months. <laughs> I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe he'll win the whole thing. What a fucking waste. But whatever. It is a yeah. Num- match number eight. <laughs> yes. Surprise, Jordan Grace versus Dash Giozako. Mmm. These are two great flavors. They go great together. Yeah. <laughs> I love Dash. Two I great love... tastes in one. I love I like that Dash. I love Jordan. That kind of gross because it makes it sound like... Anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we get it. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, can we talk about how Jordan Grace is like having a... Is gonna have a breakout year. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Did you pick her, by the way, to break out? Yeah. You did her year end? I, I, think, I think I did. Okay. You. <laughs> if you did, this... That's a, maybe, I mean, you know what, though? Maybe you should pick her for next year. I should. Because I think maybe it's going to be, like, the thing where it just keep, it snowballs into next year. I feel like it's going to be, uh, she's she's a fucking beast. Because, like, she is breaking out, but not, like, how would, we, like, what's her big, what have been her biggest Well, that's the thing, is she doesn't matches. have one of her. Right. She's, like, like, 
everywhere. The name is out there. Like, yeah, people, the name is out there. People when fucking know it. voices did their thing, they're like, who should Ring of Honor make their top girl? The like, some, the people said Jordan Grace was not even the company. And uh, so it was like, yeah, yeah her name is. It's uh, like, I know her, and like, I had people that don't, like, really follow Indy go, like, hey, did you see Maria Manic's new tattoo? Right. I'm like, the fact that they know who Maria Manic is. Right, Maria Manic, Jordan Grace. Yeah. I think Willow is going to get there soon. Willow's later. getting up there as well. Uh, and then Tessa Blanchard, of course, yeah. is already a big star. But Yeah, so this seems like Jordan Grace is, like, her big import spotlight. Right. By the way, so this is a match you guys can watch on YouTube. Yes, this is on YouTube. Jordan Grace and Shizako, OTT put on YouTube because it's fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, you know what's funny? I like Katie Harvey versus, um, what's her, uh, fuck, what's Valkyrie? Her? Valkyrie from that show a little bit better. But yeah. that, but that, this match was technically better. Yeah. I think I just like that one more because of the story. But yeah, this was the best technical match on that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I recommend it. I highly recommend it. That was like mm-hmm. an amazing show. Yeah, it was a really good show. That was like their best, one of the best shows of this year. Yeah. We're gonna, I'm gonna get OTT like this week. Yeah. And so we will be, Reviewing. by the way, do you have WXW? I am getting it next week. Okay, because I'm thinking I might. Because when is when is shotguns stop? Is in August? Yeah, it's in it's. It, yeah. But their shotguns are actually still pretty good. Their shotguns are so good. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. We get to best. The problem with WXW is like I can't <laughs> unsubscribe. Also, Ilya's still the champ. And it's like oh, I'm not watching Ilya be the champ. Yeah. I feel like I'm fucking what up. What I think is gonna happen. All right, so I'm gonna fix my. The last week I said that Bobby Guns is going to be a dual champ. I don't think that's going to happen. I okay. think Bobby Guns is going to lose to Lucky Kid uh-huh. at Shortcut to the Top. Bobby Guns is going to enter Shortcut to the Top, win, challenge Ilya that night, become champ. I think I think we're cutting Ilya's reign a little short. Are you sure? Not like, like I mean, I what's it like, been? Yeah. Four months? Yeah. I mean, look, A little. I say a little. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just because he has no challengers. See, that's but that's his... But here's the thing about that. When Kento Miyahara won the Triple Crown, right? And he he was just... It was him on a mountaintop waiting for Suama to come back. <laughs> there was no Shuji Jikawa. Joe Dorian had fucking cancer. <laughs> fucking who... He beat fucking Zeus for the title. And I thought, like people love Zeus now, but he was a nobody back then. Yeah. There was nobody. So what they did is he just beat fucking everyone for a year and it worked. I don't know, and man. I know what you mean. Like, it gets, you're like, oh, it's boring. Yeah, to I just don't think watch, that. It like, beat everybody. I don't think that works against Western, with Western wrestling fans. I don't, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that works with Western wrestling WXW is also in a very different place than All Japan, True. to be fair. I mean, they're doing well. They all Japan was about to fucking die. So, I don't know. I, uh, I wouldn't hate it. I just think it was a little, like, I, I like the idea of Bobby Guns winning 16 Carat more. And like, and that we see the Ilya Bobby Guns like. Ch- I want Ilya to even hold the title through that. Cause, through sixteen carat. Yeah, well, if there's no one else. That'd be, yeah, there if is there's it. no one else, I think you should accept there's no one else and not speed up. Because then Bobby Guns is not gonna have any challengers. I disagree. Right? Because what happens when Bobby Gun beats Ilya? Then, then they trade the titles for a little. Bit. No, what the? Why trade? <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I that's the thing. I don't like the trading idea. All right, fair enough. You know what I mean? I like the long reign. And then Bobby, and then he's like, oh shit, Bobby's going to be the one. You need a dance partner. And, like, Ilya has no dance partner right now. But Ilya's so good, though, he can, like, make those guys... True. You know, like, when Okada basically ran out of opponents? (laughs) But he still would make people look good. It's like Russell Ujiro until (laughs) three-star. Well, I mean, mean, it feels mean to say, but even, like, the evil... Like, not even, but Sonata. At that point, it was, like, no one... It was just a placeholder. We wanted Sonata to do better. Saber, like, they brought in Saber, you know what I mean? It was, like... 
Um, but yeah. All right. So we gotta keep you guys going because we're yeah. We're sorry. We're eating daylight. Too many takes. Yeah, go ahead. We got too many takes. That's yeah, the problem. We have all the takes. All right. So this match it gets on this list probably because we saw it because I saw it live. If I didn't see it live, I probably number wouldn't. seven. Number seven. Uh, Lufista versus Sue Young, no DQ. Oh, good choice. Good fucking choice. If I did not see this live, I would not be on this list. Yeah. Uh, because there's no way I'm going to follow Shine. I've already followed too much wrestling. (laughs) Luckily, they don't have too many shows. Yeah. Uh, unluckily, they are hard to follow. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not getting WWN. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, guys. Sorry. It's not, it's just not going to happen. You want to be part of the greatest club? I don't give a fuck. That's what their latest ad says on their YouTube. (laughs) I don't, Want to become a part of the best club in wrestling? Guys, you do a lot, and I'm glad that you do a lot. I'm excited for this WXW, WWN cross-training venture you guys are doing. Yeah. But I'm never paying for you. Sure. I'm never going to pay a subscription fee for you. No. Sorry. Not subscription. No. I'll buy us Evolve tickets. Yeah. I'll go to an Evolve <laughs> or show. Or Shine, yeah. Or, or Shine show. Yeah. I'll go to a Shine show more than I'll go to an Evolve show. Yeah, I know, yeah. But <laughs> I'm never buying a WWN club. <laughs> Subscription. Subscription. Yeah. Sorry. But this match was fucking great. It's Oh, it's amazing. For those... Okay, I'm sorry. Did our did our Shine review get corrupted? No, it, it's... Oh, is it, it It's up. It's it might just be up. corrupted on my computer, so I have yeah. to re-download it. But if you didn't listen to that episode, you can go listen to us review Shine in uh, McDonald's. Yep. If you didn't listen to that, uh, this match was fucking plunder heavy. Yeah. And awesome. And there was a bald dude in the front row who, after Lufisto said something like, I'm going to fucking kill this bitch, this dude got the biggest boner you ever saw in his I, life. I, he literally poked through the garbage. <laughs> yeah, he was poking. It was in the ring. It was like his... He was, he was like, it was, his dick it was like a, so hard. his dick was set up between the guardrail and the fucking ring. <laughs> like, they, so they, much they, that I thought they were going to do a spot <laughs> where someone went through it. Cause, and he started chanting Lou Fisto in the most male aggressive way. He almost starts to transform into like an orc. Yeah. As he was doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, and that's the effect Lou Fisto has on men. Yeah. Just that. God, just the hotness of an older woman who just knows what she's about to do. Oh man, uh... <laughs> She can just do whatever she wants to me. God damn it. Just, Fisto. just whatever. Just you, look, whatever you need, lady. You don't need. It doesn't even have to be sexual. I'll get your bags. She's like, I'm gonna kill this bitch. I'll, I'll do your laundry. And, just, and, and that's the thing. And you know, I say all that about that guy. But I mean, I was also. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's right. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy's got the right idea. Yeah, we we should all do be doing what this guy's doing right yeah. now. Yeah, we should be worshiping this woman. Yeah, and also Sue Young was also great. She got killed. She has murdered. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah. had murdered dead. Yeah. Uh, took off her bloody wedding dress and just threw it at people. <laughs> Shocked her body around. Like, really? Yeah. Really did a lot more than the match rec- deserved. Right. I mean, it was already a great match. And I'll say this. Was... I think she worked harder here than any of the Impact stuff I've seen. Straight up. Honestly. And she's the champion over there. <laughs> yeah, she's the main eventer. She's fucking... She worked her ass off for a New York crowd. <laughs> like, the Florida guys did not get the same amount <laughs> of affection. She gets that money and she... Gets out of there. Bu- bu- buggers the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Number six, Spike Trevett versus Jimmy Havoc. Talk about making a star. I, I color me not surprised. Yeah, so this made your list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this match made Tri- Spike Trevett. Mm-hmm. This is why he he's gonna be the next Jimmy Havoc. I said it then. I'll keep saying it. It's a seminal match in progress as history. Yeah, and people don't are not aware. Of I it. don't think they are, and that's They're what not, makes it so cool. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> They're not aware how important this match is going to be in a few years. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Jimmy Havoc hitting Jim Smallman with a chair. It's like, they don't get Spike it. Spike Trevay's main, main event in Wembley, like, two or three. Right. Yeah, one of those. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, finally getting around to the uh, work rate matches. 
It's gonna be Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy one. I was gonna ask how much. Which one? Which one was gonna Oh, be? because one. Okay. Uh, so one is. It's the... a tournament match. Yes, yes. Before Buddy Murphy was really a heel. Yeah. Yeah. But Buddy Murphy is a fucking. He is the juggernaut in this. He just comes out powering game, and then Mustafa Ali does that 450 on the arm. Fucking right. amazing back and forth. Yeah, that was the 450 on the arm yeah. match, yeah. And uh, they recently had a match with No DQ where they did some insane shit that I just. I'll, you know, the honestly, gifs of it are just like. I. Who who at this point can hate Mustafa Ali? Look, I, you know, I forgot to do this rant earlier, but, like, this is a good chant point, is on it, but, like, those motherfuckers, when they. Hey, listen. When they were going up with the steel steps and they were chanting, We Want Tables, first, I just want to ask people. What makes you think you know better than Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy at this point? <laughs> I, just wanna, I also want to ask people, what was the last great table spot you saw that you fucking want tables? I think Chamba Just let Gargan- them do Chamba the Gargan- shit. Gargan- Gargano, but they didn't even want tables then. No, they didn't. Okay, that was, yeah, that was. Yeah. They weren't, I'm just tired of people chanting for tables. And when they fucking, when he threw Murphy, uh, Mustafa Ali into the steps and they were saying one more time, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> How dare you? Mustafa Ali's dying for your sins. He's, he's literally you, saving people's lives. I know this is Benelux's gimmick, but seriously, I want like a flamethrower to all those people who were chanting that. Yeah. How fucking dare you? It's <laughs> 205 Live is basically a show where people work their ass off for idiots that don't uh, appreciate it. This is why Mustafa Ali, he goes out there. Like some, okay, wrestlers that are on SmackDown, they get to come out and get pops based on shit they've done in the past. But Mustafa Ali, he has to go out there and earn it. Every, Every single night. And you know what? He does. He's like fucking Adam Sandler in 51st Dates or whatever. Yeah, fucking right. He has to make the crowd love him because they never remember how great he is. Every time. He, and it's not even like... Oh, it's once, undeniably great. Yeah, maybe like <laughs> once in a while he does it. No, it's every <laughs> Tuesday. You have, He starts a crowd that doesn't give a fuck. And has them cheering his name by the end of the match. Honestly, if you want to be the case that Mustafa Ali is the best wrestler in the world right now, I can't fucking argue with that. Yeah. Because no. you know what? Who's better? Seth Rollins? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's one thing to come out, like, even, like, in New Japan, right? Omega, Okada, Naito. You guys get to come out. They have pubs. They have Gato booking them for one. Yeah. They have a crowd they have that loves so them. so much things on their side. They have so many things on their side. Yeah, even Rollins has, like, so much shit on his side. Yeah. Mustafa he was Ali, part of the Shield. Yeah, he Mustafa, got to be a part of the Shield. Mustafa Ali starts at zero every fucking time. Every he's not time. on NXT. No, he doesn't have. He's not a cool team. brand. Yeah, he doesn't have cool. He's indie. on the worst brand in wrestling, I, and it's it's worse than Impact. It's worse than Lucha Underground. I do it to Lucha Underground. It's garbage, but you know who loves it? The live crowd. They go crazy with every. They went crazy for fucking Jack Swagger. They love for showing up. They love Mister Spectacular. Like they fucking did. They pop Jesse huge. from fucking Impact. They pop for Mister Spectacular. By the way, Jesse and Impact. God bless him. He was a nobody in Impact. Yeah. He got. He he's he was a fucking reality show star who became average. Good for him. But uh, he. But they, yeah. So, they, they went. They go crazy for Mustafa Ali, a fucking an elite level wrestler, comes out to nothing. Yeah. Every 
Let, let me put it this way. Comes out to nothing. Let me put it this way. Yeah, he didn't have indie credibility. No. He didn't have like. He didn't fucking, work Bola. He didn't work Bola. He wasn't he's not a Matt Riddle. Carrot. He's not Matt Riddle. He no. didn't have fucking like. He didn't have an evolved weekend shot. No. He didn't like book his own <laughs> show. Walter at, never killed him. He didn't show up at a Joey Janela Spring Break Royal Rumble. He wasn't in 16 fucking Super Strong Style 16. No. He. This dude. Yeah, Joey Janela, right. Wasn't an alternate. For a Brazilian wrestler who had his visa fucked up. <laughs> and now he goes out there every fucking night right. to nothing. Much like Clerks, he wasn't even supposed to be there. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't supposed to be there. He got everything fucking from nothing. And by the way, watch that first match he has in the Christmas Classic. He, he, this dude was great from jump. Didn't even need... He, they gave him four and a half minutes with Lince Dorado. Got over. And it's the second best match of the first round. It's the, You go Gargano, Champa, then that match. It's the second... I'm telling you right now. This go dude back and rewatch it. started from the bottom. <laughs> now he's not even at the top yet. He's not even. He, he starts at the bottom every week still. <laughs> After... How, many, how long has this show been going on? Two years of whatever television... He's not even the champion of his own he's fucking He's never brain, won it. <laughs> where he's the best guy in it. And God bless Cedric Alexander. God bless Kalisto and Buddy Murphy. All these guys were great. Mustafa Wait, Lee. Wait, you missed one. Huh? You missed. You Hideo? Missed, you know, you missed a uh, Rush? champion. I said Cedric. Like. Oh, I wasn't naming all the champions. Oh, okay. I thought you were. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was about to say. God, yeah. Enzo. You, I thought you were. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just naming the guys who I think of who are the, like, leading the brand right now. God, he survived. Drew Gulak. He survived Enzo. Jack Gallagher. All these guys. They all... Ca- Tazawa. These guys who all... All are great. their ass off. They're all... They're world class. They're literally world working their class. asses off. They are. Like... And none of them are doing as good a job as Mustafa Ali. Not even Buddy fucking Murphy. Right. Who's been a revelation this year. A motherfucking revelation. And Mustafa Ali heads and tails above And him. on top of that, he's <laughs> literally stopping people from committing suicide. <laughs> and fighting racism... But one Jesus no-sell at a time. As he just Jesus no-sells every Islamophobic fucking racist douchebag who tries to tweet him and snuff out his light. And he's like, fuck that. He won't even say that. He says, you know what? I love you. Move on. That's what he says. The last time a a brown guy was this cool, they made a religion around. (laughs) (sighs) So, yeah, that... All that being said... So he's number five on my list. That's how good. That's, that's how much good rest, for wrestling is. That's how good for wrestling is. Uh, this guy is number five. God damn it. Uh. All right, number four is Okada Omega Four. Oh wow, that made it that high for you. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought it wouldn't be on your list at all. Oh no, no. I mean, it. I definitely need it's to un- say Okada is amazing. Yeah. Omega uh, mugs for an hour and a half. He does. Uh, just mugging the entire time. He does. He likes. To, he does. He, he's, he's a theatrical man. This is my impression of Omega at the uh, at Fourth of July. This barbecue must change the world. Ibushi. You know when him and Ibushi finally have this match, there's gonna be a moment when they're in opposite corners and they look at each other. Just mugging off. And they just point and yell each other's names. Yeah, of course. And they are. before yelling, before they run at each other. And it transitions into an anime, actual animation. Yeah, no, they, they, they pre-set up. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> an anime style fucking combat. And everyone's gonna be like, "Wait, didn't we see this in DDT?" <laughs> and New Japan's like, "What's DDT?" <laughs> we don't know any DDT. I love because when New he, Japan acts like like WWE because yeah, they're also <laughs> they're also bullies in their own right. 
Yeah, they don't want to admit that they steal talent from DDT all the time. Oh, they, yeah, yeah, for sure. They don't want to admit that they, like, even, take whole angles. What I love is, even Okada isn't really... I mean, he look, everyone will always think of him as a New Japan guy, but they took him, too. Yeah, right. He was in another, he was in another system. Right. They took Okada out of there. Yeah. Naito's their guy. Naito's their guy. That's why Omega they don't... Omega clearly Naito, stole... Naito, they're, they're homegrown. That's why they don't love him. <laughs> I love the ones you homegrown. Yeah, yeah, no, you 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 love the foster kids. You don't give a shit about your own. I, t- I think Tanahashi was their guy. No honestly. And Nakamura, but yeah, um, yeah, number four, the hour long, uh, quote unquote seven star match. The yeah. seven star match. It's a great match. Good enough to be number four on your list. That, good enough to be number four. And then it just speaks to how good wrestling is. Like yeah, that's how good wrestling is. Yeah. Number three, uh, any other year. This would be number one, but it's Ilya Dragunov versus Walter versus John Badbones Clinger. Mmm, the big triple threat. Uh, the big triple threat. Yeah. Uh, as we've said before, this match could have not happened, and I would have been satisfied with it. <laughs> well, I think it's the fact that it's a good match is also right. Also, like makes it. I think what I wrote about it when I did match of the month was, it, it could have been no match, but here's what I w- would have been fine with: uh, bell rings. Torpedo Moscow, Torpedo Moscow, pin. Yeah. And I would have been, if he just Torpedo Moscow on both of them, and then pin Klinger, yeah. would have been totally it fine. It doesn't even need to be that <laughs> that much for me. If Klinger just handed him the title, and both him and Walter walked out of the ring, I would have been fine with it. I wouldn't, that wouldn't have been fine. <laughs> I would have been like, this is, I don't care. <laughs> I went to pro wrestling, I still want them to actually, <laughs> I still want them to win it. <laughs> even if, even if wrestling is roped. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind though, like I, I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah, Ilya came back. Who fucking gives a shit? Yeah, it was really, yeah. Ilya, came back. We thought he was retired, not really, but he came back as if he was. He came well, back. I, I don't know if he was retired. I, I didn't know what I thought. Honestly. Nobody knew. Nobody yeah. knew what, what was happening. Cause like it's not like it's unheard of. No. You know what I mean? For people to, to. Especially the way yeah. he went out, like last. Especially year. At, the, at that level, like in indie and yeah. Germany, like you know, I mean, it, it's the biggest one. It's WXW, but. You know, I mean, Peter Casa, I was just talking about that. Yeah. Like, people, is. sometimes they just don't... It's just like, and now he's ready for the next stage of his fucking career. Oh, what's where happening? He's gonna be the next big thing. I don't know what his ceiling is, like... Who knows? In terms of... Who knows? But in some ways, it's more exciting than I yeah. don't know, because... The fact that I don't know where, like, how, how far can this go. Yeah. I'm excited. I still think about... I'm not saying this will ever happen, but I, st- I have visions of Rainmake... Torpedo Moscow. Yeah. Rainmaker. <laughs> as is... he as he put as he's gonna pull him in for the Rainmaker. Torpedo Moscow. Torpedo Moscow. Oh my god. I don't I don't know if we'll ever see that, but I think about it. I do I think about it. Glad it all the touch. <laughs> now I think about it all the time. Yeah. Visions of sugar plums. Uh, number number two, it's Mako Salamora versus Kaylee Ray. Oh wow, number two. This is uh, a yeah. Uh, yeah because when I was thinking about like what match that I knew was gonna be good but didn't think it was gonna be that good, it's Kaylee Ray versus. Mako Satomura. Mm. Yeah. They were fucking amazing. There was no... It was great. I don't think there was a flaw in this match. Uh, from a work standpoint, I don't think so. No. Not, not at all. I think maybe... I said in my review, I think maybe the final roll-up could have been tighter. Mm, fair. Maybe. But that's, that's like a... It. That's a minor flaw. Pretty minor, In, yeah. like, a whole thing. And I mean, this was... This was not the main of the Wrestle Kingdom. No. But it felt like a main... Yeah. In Russell Queen. It was like the Osprey match on yeah. the show. It's like the, the... It's a marquee match. Yeah, the marquee work rate match. And I loved it. Yeah. I, I loved every minute of it. Yeah, it was great. My final one, I think this is maybe because I just wrote 3,000 words on it. The Gargano Champa 2. Did, did you send us the voices? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. 
Yeah, so... Okay, I was on the two. So I, I watched this match twice, beginning then, and then I watched the final five minutes. It's some of the best fucking wrestling I've seen this year. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's some of, I mean, it is the best. Yeah, like I said, one. I wrote 3,000 words on it. Yeah. You could... I pull I pull out fucking references to fucking Jungian philosophy in the writing of it. <laughs> like, I talk about Unforgiven, the structure of me, no um, sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Like, I go deep dive into this match. Oh, yeah, I've never seen that sympathy. I've been meaning to see that, though. It's fucked Super up. Super violent, right? It's fucked up. Yeah, I think that's the thing about it. It's hard to, like, try to get in a mood for it. Yeah, you, yeah. You, it's one of those things where you have to, like, kind of, like... Is, this, your... is it the same person who did Old Boy? It's, like, the yep. same... Is it fucked up like Old Boy, or is it, like, more violent? Like, it's what's... more fucked up than Old Boy. <sighs> See, the thing is... Ash, I wish I didn't like, know that. Because the thing is, I lo- Old Boy's one of my favorite movies. Children get killed, like... <sighs> like, Damn. Like, That's harsh for me. I don't then, know. And then... Like, the movie ends with literally everyone dies. Yeah, I mean, I've seen... Well, those movies always fill me with, like... Like, I don't like... I never, like, feel good after those. No, you can definitely, like, skip but, those. Like, you yeah. can definitely, like, those are definitely movies you need to gird your loins and watch. Sure. The thing is, though, I don't think I ever would have ever watched Old Boy if I knew what it was. Mm. But it's one of my favorite movies. Fair. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I've ever watched Sympathy. But, yeah, go ahead. Because this is... Yeah, no, this is... Gargano Champa 2. Like, if Gargano pulled out a, a set of scissors and stabbed... Champ in the eye. I would be like, this makes perfect sense in this, in this wrestling match. Yeah. This, uh, this did have a lot more violence than I think... Like, the violence level in this... But it was... It was and for WWE, yeah. present day. Yeah, he did the thing. And they're also like, all the loser fans are like, oh, they, WWE is PG, they don't do blood. And then they, they, they excuse PG for bad. Right. This is a PG, no DQ match, right. that was more satisfying... Than the majority of death matches I watched this year. Right. Yeah. Like way more satisfying. Right. Emotionally, uh, as emotionally structurally, it's one of the best matches I've ever seen this year. Yeah. And this is a year of Okada Omega four. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I loved it. It was tough for me uh, as I transitioned to my list. To pick between that and the first one. Oh, can I do some honorable mentions? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, AJ Street Smith and Jizzy Jizz one. Oh, of course, yeah. Seven star classes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's six stars, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> yeah. Uh, AJ Street Smith. What a beautiful bastard. Um, yeah, I so uh, for me, it was difficult to choose not only between those two, but even if I was going to put one of them or both of them. Because wrestling's been so good this year. So my I have a couple honorable mentions first. Gotcha. Which is actually is I don't one honorable mention is that also that match, your number one. <laughs> wow. Because it, it fell off for me at the very end. Uh, the other honorable mention is a match I saw this morning as Masashi Takeda uh, defended the British the not British Big Japan wrestling uh, death yes, match I've title. I've heard amazing yeah. shit about this match. It's I got know. five star hype. I don't I didn't go five on it because if I did it'd be in my list. But uh. I loved uh, versus Asami Kodaka, who was you might know him from DDT. Yeah, and also I, I'm, I'm doing death matches. I know, I know Kodaka. Yeah, this is it death match. Yes, this was a, this was soup. This was death match. Fucking light tubes around the ring, and this is getting hype from people who don't even like death matches, myself included. Mm. Uh, so, and when I say like don't like death matches, I mean like I don't follow the genre. Yeah, like this. Like, I'm not like a. I don't really hate it, 
But yeah. I don't. I definitely don't follow. One of the things about Deathmatch is I don't like is the escalation of it. It doesn't make sense a lot of the times. But yes. Like, like unless you watch like the only people that really I know do it well is like Drew Parker, Clint Mangera, right. Jimmy Havoc. Well, there's like the big Japan Flash. guys, their style, and there's the UK yeah. style, and then there's like the um the American style, American Janellas, and I hate yeah. to say it, but the American style Deathmatches are garbage. I think it's and, I think they're worse. They're the yeah, weakest ones. Garbage by and large. Yeah, they are. It's a lot of times. It is stunt. It's stunt. They're they're stunt guys. Like they're yeah. like doing stunts. A lot of times, uh, yeah, death matches in America are fat dudes hitting each other. Uh, fat dudes in in band t-shirts. Hitting, uh, yeah. hitting each other with stuff. Around, and walking around a crowd hitting each other with stuff. Yeah, unless you're Ricky Shane Page, that is pretty awesome. <laughs> Ricky Shane Page is a great baby face. Yeah. Just a great character. Like, watch um, his, his cage of death match uh, with Joe Gacy and Shane Strickland. It's really great. Oh, yeah. I, uh, Shane Strickland's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people, some people really love Joe Gacy. Oh, man. Joe he's, Gacy is really I think good. he's, yeah, he is good. I don't know how good I think he I is. I think he's limited ultimately, but right. he's really good. I think he's limited athletically, yeah. but I think he gets pro wrestling. Like His yeah. match structure is really that's, solid. That's, that's what I was about to say. He, yeah. he gets pro wrestling. I, I saw him have like a match with Leo Rush. I saw him have a match with Janela back before Janela was Janela. Yeah. When like, no, you know, before whatever, the janela Sans. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone said that? Did we just coin that? <laughs> I love it. I think I coined the that. The janela Sans. Yeah, yeah. I think that's ours now. Uh, trademarked. Uh, so... And yeah, I just like his his structure was really good, even though he is kind of like, kind of like a fat dude in a shirt or whatever. But he like knows pro wrestling. Yeah, he gets pro. He's wrestling. not super athletic. But anyway, yeah. uh, and then my other you no, know, so yeah, so that was my other honorable mention. The uh, Big Japan match just happened. Mm. Uh, and then my other one is from Fortune Dream, a triple threat match: Io Shirai, Mako Satomura, and Hiroyo Matsumoto. Uh, who... Is it is this Fortune Dream like just a dream you oh, had? Oh, so Fortune Dream, uh, yeah, is is the Kenna Kobashi produced uh, yearly show, uh, which like it always it's weird like he always book it, it, it uh, features talents from like all different Japanese yeah. companies, and so everyone wants to be on it because everyone loves Kobashi. He's, yeah, like, it's true. That is, everyone loves, yeah. If Kobashi called me right and, now and be like, I need you to work a match. Yeah, everyone does it, yeah. and he always has like a really awesome women's match. Like he had Kyrie uh, Hojo. Versus Matsumoto two years ago, and then yeah. So anyway, this triple threat was also went to a draw. Uh, oh so you, shit! How does a triple threat? It's like go a to... fifteen minute draw. Oh okay. Time I was about yeah. To say, how does a triple threat go to a draw? It was fifteen minutes, and it felt like it flew by. Oh. Like Setamura, Shirai, and Matsumoto, probably the three best women in Japan, arguably. I guess you put Mayu Kagetsu up there, and uh, yeah, you put Mayu. My girl Chihiro, of course. Yeah, Chihiro, like, of course. Yeah, but those three are like, from, you know, from different companies too. It's like. Anyway, um, a dream match. yeah, so that leads into my top ten here, and my number ten match uh, is Io Shirai versus Mika Satomura. Yeah, that shit happened this year. <laughs> From Sendai Girls, motherfuckers. Yeah, motherfucker, that Sendai shit Girls happened. Yeah, yeah. And the same, sh- this was actually, this show was really good too, but this was a 30 minute draw between the Fight Club Pro Champion and the Stardom Wonder of Stardom Champion. Former Wonder uh, of Stardom Champion. Well, at the time this happened, they were both okay. the champions. They were both champions. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, they went to a draw, and it was awesome, and of course it was. Uh, the best women's match I've seen all year. I mean, it's because of Yoshirai, because they couldn't afford the Yoshirai to be in Fight Club Pro, because she dropped the title. That yeah. That would have been really hard. Well, she can't lose. That's she can't lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mikasa Nomura's hard to beat, though, yeah. as well. Uh, Ask Chris Brooks. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. let's... Ask Chris Brooks. He's tried, he's been foiled every time. Yep. Uh, so my number nine match was Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, TakeOver New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going with this one. And I think the reason for that is because Gargano won and it was nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was thinking about it, I was like, which match did I really, like, enjoy more? 
And it is this one because it was like, man, it was just nice when like. Okay. I, I also just when a thing that thing worked out the way you wanted. To. I, I also just I love the moment where he goes also, to sit down. Is, is Champing Gargano New Orleans? I thought it was Philadelphia. Uh no, New it was New Orleans over Mania. All right, week. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to edit my, my article. Thanks, Lawson. No 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 no. Yours is about the Chicago one. Yes, but I referenced the because the Chicago one is structurally same from. Oh oh, you so the, you put in the first one you put Philadelphia. Yeah, I thought it was. In oh Philadelphia. no, it was New Orleans. Shit. Yeah. Well, you can you can edit it then. Yeah. You have to edit it then. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I'm sure they would have anyway. I mean, editors. look, I, Rich hasn't hit me back with with the edits, so okay, I'll, fair enough. I'll, I'll I'll be aware soon. Sure. Uh, but you were saying. Yeah. So uh, I love this match. The spot where like he goes to sit down. Here's what I love. I love a good story because this doesn't happen enough in pro wrestling. Too many times in pro wrestling, the babyface shows kindness, which is always turned to weakness and stupidity. And he's always punished for it. True. And I hate that story, because it happens all the time. I think it's kind of bullshit. So here, his kindness was not weakness, as he was like, you know what, he sat down, and was like, maybe I will show mercy on you. But he didn't let his guard down, so when Champa was a little bitch and tried to hit him while he wasn't looking, Gargano dodges and puts him in the escape. Yep. And makes his friend tap. And I just love that. I just love everything about that structurally and philosophically, really. Yeah. And I, mean, I feel like that story isn't told enough. That is of the, the baby story face isn't of kindness, but, yeah. not necessarily meaning you're an idiot. I I think <laughs> that and that beautifully reflects the Chamagar Al too, right. which is the same story isn't told of what happens but, if you right what happens when you take revenge the the the, the weakness of wrath yeah the weakness yeah. of wrath yeah. uh, being Johnny loses when he gives into his wrath right uh and, and, and look it's a beautiful story it's two yeah. part stories actually. yeah. And at parts, I can't wait for part three. Yeah, it's hard to imagine what more these two men can do to each other. They kiss. In the middle. <laughs> That's a good point. They could do that. They just fuck. They just start middle. fucking. And we watch it. It's 45 when, minutes. When Johnny says, uh, this ends when you do, what he means is when Cam- when Champa comes. <laughs> That's when this ends. Well, they both mutually come at <laughs> yeah, the same time. Yeah, at the same time. And we, of course, wrestling fans, we watch it. I, I'm not going to turn the channel. <laughs> It's like, it can, they just start making out, Dave gave, undressing each other. Dave, Dave gives it seven stars. <laughs> I just I just imagine Brian Alvarez being like, well, that, that main event was something, huh, Dave? Yeah. yeah, you, you, well, yeah. Brian, you know, well, Brian, that wasn't the original finish. The finish was they come on each other's faces. Well, Dave, the, the, the point I'm making is uh, we're here to watch pro wrestling, and they just fucked. <laughs> Brian... <laughs> Well, yeah, that, but, 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 the, 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 uh, the point was, uh, seven stars, <laughs> uh, okay, so then my number eight match, uh, was Will Ospreay versus Marty Skrull, the, uh, this match will always be known for the Spanish fly off the apron, where Osprey hit his head and almost fucking died, when Osprey died. nearly died, yeah, when Osprey legit almost died, here's the crazy thing about that, that was one of multiple insane shit things that happened. Not to mention, like, there was, like, what? Uh, Scroll gave him, like, a reverse snapmare driver. Yeah. He gave him a fucking, um, uh, well, the a gonzo bomb. <laughs> There's a bunch of. And then he stomped Osprey's neck and head because into he, absolute oblivion. Because Osprey, before the match, was like, I'm gonna need you to try to kill me. Yeah. That's then. That's what this was. This was a suicide attempt. This wasn't. This was a fucking epic. This went, like, 30 minutes, I think. Yeah. This was a goddamn epic. Uh, I, maybe the best match these two ever had with each other? Maybe. I mean, it's up there. These guys, you know, he's legendary. But, uh, god damn, this was something. This was, and also, this was different than those other matches they had. True. It was like, they've, they've had, like, amazing matches, but this was a different story 
of Skrull. And Skrull here was the villain. Which you were talking before, like, oh, he's kind of a joke now. He Money and flip, take Japan. Yep. He, now he gets over from being a charismatic goof. And it's like, that's, you know, it's good for whatever. But you want the villain. And here he was the villain as he tried to kill the man who he always tries to kill. And Osprey overcomes in the end. And I just loved it. I love the story. I love that Osprey gave his body so fucking much in this match. Uh, and yeah, so I love he that match. He gave his body to us for yep. our sins. Yep, he did. Uh, so number seven, uh, Johnny Organo versus Andrade Cien Almas. Wow. I takeover. Think, I which which takeover this. was this? I didn't write it. I think this was takeover Philadelphia. Oh, so this is Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. So this was fucking awesome. Yes, it was. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm sure this isn't true across the board. I feel like some people forgot about this match. No, I think it was people, in January. some people forgot about this match. Yeah, yeah it was the Royal Rumble uh, title. Oh, one, one thing. Mike McCarthy thinks Johnny Gargano like doesn't uh, isn't a good babyface, and I'm like, fuck, it's wrong with you, man. Wait, really? Yeah. That's his hot, is that his hot take? That's his hot take. <laughs> is that he doesn't think Gargano would make a good heel. I'm like... Oh, wait, would make a good heel? Yeah, it would make a good heel. Oh, would make a good heel. Yeah. Well, he hasn't seen him in Dragon Gate, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like... <laughs> You have not seen... You, you like, didn't see when he choked out Shingo with a fucking wire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Look, I know Gargano is can be, like, a little over... He like, could be a little overwrought. Yeah, he his his selling is sometimes, like... He, he's right, sometimes you worry I about mean, him. You know what's funny? I think Gargano and Omega have similar tendencies. Yes. But they get... It's, I don't think... The, they get the same criticism? Yeah, I think the criticism... Yeah, it's not the, by the same people no because they're in different companies maybe i don't know what it True. is but i think their tendencies are very similar uh, you're right they yeah. like their they like they're both they both they both do a lot of extra yeah they do <laughs> a lot of extra shit and if you can criticize one thing about them is that sometimes they they do a little too extra yeah they do um sometimes johnny gets that glossy over look in his eye and i'm like that's a little bit too much yeah i don't know i always buy not it, every though. not I, every not every move needs to well, he not every move i think he's i think he does it in the right times fair i remember in this match particular when andrade alma's Gives him, he throws him into the fucking post. side of the ring or whatever. The, yeah, the, the ring post. And yeah. you can see Gargano just like he just goes limp. And it's like I just I, I I was I was I think he knows when to do it for the most part. I, I think his like, selling is pretty elite. Yeah, but I mean it's I guess it's not for everybody. Uh, I also love Omega selling, and some people think it's too much. I I I will agree with those people. Yeah, I I also love Osprey selling. Some people think he's too much. I also agree. With all, <laughs> I also agree. Sometimes, like yeah, the Osprey Jordan Devlin match was like. Hey, look, we can't all be Naito where we're too cool to sell. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck okay. <laughs> Fuck you. He oh, sells nothing me hurts me because I'm so cool. That's not really? true. Really? No, I know. I'm being he's <laughs> constantly in pain. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's, he, Naito's been hurt for, like, years. Yeah. I know a lot of pro wrestlers have been. Yeah. But it's funny, because with Naito's gimmick, where he's, like, his knee has been taped up for, like, he's, like, the same as Chris Brooks. He's had, like, a knee tape as yeah, part forever. of his outfit. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Since at least 2016. Uh, so anyway, uh, so yeah, Gargano Almas, awesome shit. Um, the first WWE match in however long to get five stars for yep. Meltzer. Um, and so then we had, uh, Walter versus Timothy Thatcher, Progress. I, this is surprising. Really? Yeah. Didn't I tell you how much I love this? I, I knew how much you loved this. I didn't think it would make your list, though. Oh, dude, it's been on my list. It was my match of the year when it happened. God bless. I, I, I've always liked it more than Gargano Almas. Yeah. Because they were in the same month. That's why I compare them. Uh, Yeah, I always... This was my match of January. And fucking... I still love it. Best Thatcher match ever. Yeah. I always think of the moment where he... You know, all the chops, right? And Thatcher goes to block... And Walter chops him in the fucking forehead. And Thatcher, now Thatcher's a guy who like you're like, oh, and like where he does the like the emotive selling. Yeah. But when he chopped Thatcher in the forehead, and Thatcher sold it 
Like, he went fucking cross-eyed, and his whole body froze up. Like, he, his body, like... Yeah, his whole body, yeah, he... T- he yeah, like, he, his whole body tightened up from getting chopped in the fucking head. Which I think... I was, totally bought it. That I might like, have not been so. He might have just got caught That's the, the thing. Face. I thought he was just concussed. I thought his body... <laughs> oh, I thought he was going into shock. <laughs> I think Walter just caught him in the face. Yeah. And then, uh... The one big near fall. This match had one near fall, mm. and it was like the greatest near fall of all time. When he gives him the um, sh- over the shoulder pile driver, thunder fire thunder driver, and Thatcher kicks out, and he finally puts him away with the choke. Fucking awesome match. <laughs> Guy, I love that match. Um, I know it's Jim Smallman's favorite progress match. Really? Ever. I think that's what he said. Damn. Um, number five. So this is where where I put Omega Okada San Shobu. Yeah. That's what I call it. <laughs> San Shobu. I have it lower than you, which is. <laughs> That's surprising. This, that that's got to be a surprise, yeah. That, that is legitimately five. surprising. Uh, and what else? You know, we talked about it. Enough. We've talked about it. Uh, number four, I have Ilya versus Walter, two. God damn. And what I mean from that is, so Ilya versus Walter one is sixteen carat. Yeah. So when I two was the match they had a true colors. Yes. That's the um the one where the ref got bumped. Yeah, the ref bump and uh, right. Ilya still won, but it's not it's not like a super clean. It one. wasn't. It was like clean-ish, but not clean enough for Ilya. Yeah. Because he's a fighting champion. And so uh, that match was awesome. Number three, I have Okada versus Sabre. Wow. The that main event. Higher than Omega Okada. Yeah, my, this was my first five-star match of the year. God bless. And uh, one of only... Uh, yeah, the only... The, so Ilya versus Walter, two I gave five. And this match I gave five. Uh, and I loved it. I thought it was the the best Sabre match ever. Wow. And one of the best matches of Okada's amazing reign that I love so much. Uh, and by the way, it's no slouch. He's had an amazing year. Yeah, oh yeah. From Saber and Okada both have. Yeah, but yeah. everyone forget that Naito versus o- Okada was this year. Oh yeah, the Dome was an excellent the dome match. match. It, was yeah. this, it was this year. Then yeah. Okada and Tanahashi was this year. Yeah, that was awesome. That also, I'll also year. just miss my list. Okada, Tanahashi, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, people... It's not cool to talk about how great Okada is anymore. It isn't. It this isn't. is not cool. I, it, because I, it's too true. And you know what? I, and I bag on Okada, and I bag on disco pants all the time. Sure. Uh, for, uh, for, for, I can't wait to see his new look with the, well, the red that I keep hearing yeah, about. Yeah, I, I want to see what's up with that. Uh, you know, his mom made his pants. Well, that's why he likes them. Yeah, that's yeah. why he likes them. I want to do something new. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, conspiracy theory. I feel like uh, something happened with his legs, and he has like a scar there. I think it might. Have, I think it might be have to do with like he had like a leg injury. Yeah. Like yeah. And it, it looks like less pretty, so that's why he started wearing pants. Because hey, he's not. Because uh, remember when the Rock had like a tracksuit on? Yeah, because he had. And a, you're like, like, why is he doing that? He's a beautiful man. Oh yeah, like an easy. Yeah, like uh, no, I think. Yeah, he hernia had, scar, right? Yeah, he had some type of scar going on. Yeah, yeah, like a from like a scar. surgery or something. Yeah. But, I think you know, that might actually be true for Okada as well. Because when I think the Okada and the Rock have a lot of similarities. <laughs> Unblemished. <laughs> yeah. I must remain unblemished. I must remain unblemished. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so number two, Ilya versus Walter three. Oh, the one where Ilya wins via submission. Yeah. The, so the more I think about this match, the more I love it. Just because it's like, it, this is the like okay. If you were thinking like, and nobody like says this about Walter, but you're like, oh Walter, uh, his best thing is that he chops. What if you take that away? You get this match. <laughs> yeah, you get this match. He's a he's a tactical farm. This like, match has one chop in it, and it's a near fall because the whole thing is built around the fact that he can't chop because yeah. Ilya effectively takes his hand out, and like we've seen people try to take his hand out, but Ilya actually did because yeah. he's Ilya. <laughs> yeah, Ilya actually worked. It actually worked for Ilya. And then and, the, and here's yeah. the thing about it: it's not like Ilya is the only person that can withstand Walter's chops. Right, right. But removing them entirely means Ilya has such a severe advantage that he's almost working from top. 
Yes. On Walter in his match. That's and that's what happened. What was so crazy about it. That's the thing. So in the True Colors match, it was like the 16 karat part two. Yeah. Where Walter kills him, he chops him. Ilya won't stay down, and he eventually perseveres. This was like Ilya being like, "No, no, no! I am now. I hunt you now. I'm the champ. I hunt you. <laughs> I you don't hunt me. I hunt you." And he went after him. And Walter mostly his offense are just big boots. Yeah. Uh, throws. He's literally just trying to keep Ilya away from. He is a lot. He's like running away half the match, and he's also. I mean, it's fucking Walter. Yeah, it's Walter. And you're not. Here's the thing. Fans don't, because Americans fans have no idea that Walter can has this rage. Right. So when the first the exceed is, like when Walter does this outside of uh, WXW, they're gonna fucking lose their shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna crown him new the new. Greatest I mean, he's being, he's PWG champion. Yeah. So he's already kind of being crowned. Yeah. But, um, but I know what you mean. But yeah. they get, when they see all his range, yes. he's going to be like, oh, he's the best wrestler in the best world. Best in the world, yeah. He's the best. I think, world. yeah. And the other thing here, what I love was Walter was, I mean, Ilya was not fucking chest pounding, fight. He was Zack Sabre Jr. Like, he, not at the same level, obviously. No, he was, he was, but he was a technical. He, I've never seen him work so technically. Yeah. He proved he, that he could work technically. He proved it so... He broke Walter down piece by piece, bit by bit, until eventually Walter was like... He lost a game of... This was a game of fucking chess! Right? This wasn't like a fire that like two people with fucking torches run at each other, like their other encounters. This was like fucking Ilya like, okay, Queen's a B7. And like he just fucking... <laughs> he, he dismembered He him. just dismembered Walter like slowly is and amazing. made him submit. You know one of the things, one of the faults of this match is like... Well, not, not this match, but... They could have used that for the Alexander James feud. Sure. It would have been so much more interesting. But that's the thing. Alexander James was such a great shit heel. Right. That just him shitting on Ilya and just getting, you know, fucking in Bazibar Ilya. Right. It's great. But it wouldn't have been great if Ilya, instead of going in Bazibar on his ass, he just went like, I'm going to break you down. Yeah, but you know what? I kind of like the idea that that is Ilya's, like, next level. His next level. That he only breaks that out after, like... A certain point. Yeah. Like, he, he starts does, out within Bazik Bar. Yeah, he, he... Because he doesn't want... Like, he is the czar. He's not there to... To fuck around. Like, yeah. he's there to destroy any yeah. opposition in his path. Right. But if you hang around, he's gonna... He's gonna show you how, how powerful he actually is. But he can technically wrestle you out of the fucking building. Yeah, right. Yeah. And also, you know, it may, that match is still in their back pocket. Yeah, they, they can, can always the match pull down that. Oh yeah. my god, they can pull that out and... Uh, they can pull that out if Ilya wins Bola. I, I, I will say this. When he wins Bola. I mean, when Ilya wins Bola. <laughs> as much as we want Ilya to win Bola, let's not hold our breaths too much about that. When he wins Bola and he uh, challenges... For when the he wins Peter Bola he... in 2019. Yeah. Um, I, so, here's what I will say. I, don't be surprised if you see Ilya break out some technical shit against Pete Dunne. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, this match is too good. I think he might do it in the beginning instead. I think he might, like, do some... Like, I think he might out-wrestle Pete in the beginning, like, with technical shit. Oh, my God. And then, later, when Umba Zeekbar comes out, Pete's gonna be like, what the fuck? There's a monster in here the whole time. <laughs> Wait, did you I thought like... I was playing chess. And, like, imagine you're playing chess with somebody, and then they just become... A bear? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, shit. Then they flip the thing, and that's, yeah. Oh, man, I thought I was playing chess. <laughs> Turns out it's a bear. <laughs> uh, so that was this match, which I loved. And my number one match, which I've already gushed about a lot, uh, involves... Will Ospreay, and the greatest wrestler on God's green earth, Kushida. Kushida versus Will Ospreay, my number one match. I'm, uh, I'm every time I think surprised. of like, okay, so I think about Ilya I working the that, hand. I, I honestly don't think this is the best Will Ospreay match of this year. 
Yeah, it's debatable. This had a lot. But this was definitely my favorite. I've always loved the Kushida Will Ospreay story. I've always loved their matches and their chemistry and what they I do together. Kushida, too. Uh, Kushida being the base for Will Ospreay. He's he's kind of like his psychosis, but with like a little edge what of a, like a wonderful submission. What a f- if you listen to this, give it up for fucking Lawson for having like a wonderful analogy. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. I mean, literally, Osprey will do like circles around him, but then Kushida will catch him, catch yeah. him in that hoverboard lock, and then and catch then when him he catches the... him, he hurts him back. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Kushida... Well, it's even more than Hiromu with with Osprey and Kushida. Uh, yeah. Like, even more so than Hiromu, because, like, Hiromu is still gonna try to... He, he's gonna come in with all the intensity he got for Dragon Lee, but Osprey will fly around forever. Yes. Osprey will continue to fly around with no regard yeah. until someone grabs him out of the air and hooks his arm behind him and fucking makes him submit. Or grabs his head, grabs his leg, and drops him on his fucking head with the Back to the Future. Which is what Kushida does to people. Yeah, that's what he does. That's what yeah. he does to you. Yeah. And he, he either breaks your arm or he <laughs> knocks you unconscious. And in this match, not only did he have the um, did he have the amazing strike sequence that ends with Osprey running straight to camera and Kushida fucking punching him and Osprey doing the fucking back on his heels cell, which I thought I still think about that shot. We also had Kushida doing every type of Danielson stomp that's ever existed, <laughs> where he stomped him with he stomped him with a one wrist clutch. He had both hands and he stomped him. Then he fucking curb stomped to the back of that and stomped Kushida him. Kushida would be such a good heel. God, he's so fucking. I God, I he love would, everything about Kushida. Dude, Kushida would be such a good heel if I, he just brought him. If ROH brought him in, he's like, oh, this is gonna be our next big heel, the challenge. <laughs> And the challenge Alton Castle, I'll Naito, be like, I'll believe it. Naito just has to, you know, thank, thank, say his uh, uh, prayers that Kushida doesn't ever go. Because he comes to heavyweight, he's gonna get killed. <laughs> he's gonna make Naito submit. I'm telling he's you, he's gonna get murdered to death. It's with gonna chairs. happen. Uh, so those are our matches of the year. Uh, so now let's move on. Uh, male wrestler of the year. Uh, uh, Who would you have? For, for me, now? it's uh, number three is Ilya Dragunov. Okay. Number two is Walter. Number one, Will Ospreay. Okay. Uh... Just to make things quick, since we spent a lot of time on stuff, my my thing is very similar. Mm-hmm. My number three is Ilya. My number two is Osprey. My number one is Frankie Kazarian, for uh, his role in being the elite. No, just kidding. I <laughs> 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 <And> see you. <laughs> he was amazing though. Oh uh, man, Kazarian and, and being him the taking off the glasses and then getting tossed another <laughs> pair of glasses. <laughs> what a dumb pin! I didn't for no reason. Funeral scene might be the best thing they've done in being the elite. Yeah, like in, in recent memory, yeah. I and mean, they re- they repeated jokes. They did at least one joke twice, yeah. but it was funny both times. Cody's delivery just like even like Cody's going, and now that the hard dick of wrestling has gone flaccid, just with complete straight face, just completely st- <laughs> like Scorpio Sky unrolling his unfolding uh, uh, a piece of paper and go, this is the worst funeral I have ever been to. The only reason I'm here is because Joy Ryan was from Southern California, and he liked the, what do you say, the, the Angels? Yeah, and he, and he was an Angels fan. I was on Kazarian's delivery of, like, what is a funeral? Like, he did basically just stand up bit. Just what's a funeral? It's you put a jobber in a box. <laughs> I would funeral. pay so much money to watch Frankie Kazarian do stand up just doing that. What, 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 what is, what is a cab pay- ride? Is a jobber driving you to a place? <laughs> And where's that place? It's not SCU, is it? And no, it's someplace not as good as SCU. <laughs> Just all of us. Anyway. No, it's, uh, yeah, my number one's Walter. Uh, we have the same three people, just slightly change the order. Yep. Uh, 
So, female wrestler of the year, who did you have? Uh, Charlotte Flair. Number three? Yep. Okay. Just because, uh, not it, not anything she's doing in WWE right now, because everything in WWE is bad. Yeah. Uh, but all the things she's doing outside of WWE, she was in the uh, ESPN the body issue. Shoot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first wrestler to ever be on the ESPN body issue. Oh, cool. I think if WWE was run correctly, they'd make her Roman Reigns. They'd just give her all the things they're giving Roman Reigns. All the focus and attention. You build a company around her? Build an entire company around You're her. You're going to upset all the Sasha fans out there. Oh, man. So, too bad. <laughs> that is the thing I said. That's like what I, that's the thing I argue with Sasha fans most about, is a lot of them hate Charlotte. <laughs> of course, because they're building the company around her. You know, her. you can like them both. Yeah, you I'm can. not saying you have to. I mean, I look. Sure, people have If you were reasons. building a wrestling company, you'd build it around Becky Lynch. But if, since you're building a media company. I would company, actually pick Bailey. <laughs> but people, don't re- people forget, because they fucked up Bailey so badly. But she really could have been something. Yeah, that's she really could have. Go ahead. But yeah. Charlotte, if you're being, building a media company, yeah, yeah, Charlotte's your face. Yeah, Charlotte's exactly who you want. Yeah, Charlotte should be. And people know who Ric Flair is. Yeah, people know who Ric Flair. You can be mad about Ultra the... Icon. Yeah, you can be mad about the whole. Uh... Just listen to a rap album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Charlotte Flair is like uh, who I. You can be mad at nepotism all you want, but at the end of the day. If you're trying to make money, name value does mean something. Yeah, bro. And it's not like she's a slouch. No! She doesn't suck. She's. I would put her top five in the company. For real. It's like the horsewoman in Asuka. Yeah. Ember Moon, maybe? Yeah, she's top there. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number two is Ginny. Oh, uh, yeah. It's you not all surprising. Know yeah. You if all you listen know. to this, yeah. It's not surprising. And number three, one is Mako Satomura. Yeah, for being Mako Satomura. She's Mako Satomura. Yeah, I, I don't think you have to explain that either. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my list is uh, also not surprising. My number three is Mako Satomura. Two is Kaylee Ray, and one is Io Shirai. I don't even have to look at it. I know. Yeah, I'm not even looking at it. It's, it's <laughs> on, all from memory. Yeah, I, I just know exactly what it is. Uh, so now we have uh, Top Babyface. All right, so this is pretty easy for me. It's Chuck Mambo, number okay. three. Yeah. Johnny Gargano, number two. Mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali, number one. Once yeah. again, saving people from committing suicide. <laughs> yep. I mean, mine is also very unsurprising. My number three is Gargano. My number two is Ilya. And my number one is Mustafa Ali. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best guy in the world. Yes. Uh, so then we have uh, Best Heel. Uh, uh, for me, it's Eddie Dennis. Number three. Oh, fuck. Keeping it alive. <laughs> <I> fucked up. That's <laughs> uh, fine. When he makes you hate him even when he's the injured party. Yeah. Good heel. Yeah, I fucked up. I definitely should have put him. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> Number two, Spike Trevay. Okay. Future of this fucking business. Yeah. Number one, of course, it's the devil, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, no surprise. He there. literally made a guy scream, you're the devil! <laughs> he is the devil. An adult man. Yeah. Um, who knew better. <laughs> yeah, an adult. An adult person. It wasn't that. a child that said, it was an adult man <laughs> screaming, you're the devil. At another man. Uh, Best deal in the business. So, my number three is a man who I want to point out. I've only seen him have one match this whole year. Spike Trevay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess technically he was in that eight-wave clusterfuck when yeah, that was this year. Yeah. But, like, come on. He spit wine in a guy's face. Besides that, I don't really know. Yeah. It was like everyone was in that match, so it doesn't really count. Uh, just off the Havoc match, he makes my number three. Uh, also, I fucked up and forgot about Eddie Dennis. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, I should, should, number two should be Eddie Dennis. I put Chris Jericho. 
Uh, I, I put him as Alpha Jericho. Fair. Because there's Chris Jericho in WWE, but no, not that guy. Alpha Jericho. Who's a sociopath? He's fucking crazy. Legitimately he's crazy. He's fucking nuts. <laughs> he does a video with a turtle, and he's like talking shit in a hotel room. He's making analogies that make no sense. He's, his hair is just all over the place. He shows up. He's fucking nuts. He had, again, also, two matches. Yeah, he had two matches this year. But also, it's like the, one of the most compelling things in pro wrestling. Absolutely. I, like, yeah, so... You're not wrong. That's just like a, a, solid, a yeah. solid choice. Honestly, I probably should put Pim 3 and, and push Mike Gervais up, but whatever. Because uh, <laughs> Eddie Dennis was so good. My number one is, of course, the devil himself. Tommaso Champ. He's the devil! He's the devil. <laughs> Uh, so then we have feuds. And weirdly, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go first. So mine is um, Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Of course. Dan, uh, Eddie does this is Mark Andrews. Okay. Gargano Champa. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gargano Champa. It's funny. <laughs> I didn't forget about it, but I didn't put it. I assume because they're all over our, every other list, so. Yeah. Uh, you know what I should have put, though, is probably Murphy and Ali, now that I think about it. But th- I just saw their third match today. And I made my list a couple days ago. But actually, I probably Mustafa Ali would also be an honorable mention for me. But my number three, although I forgot him for best heel, I remembered him for this. Eddie Dennis versus Mark Andrews was my number three feud. But my number two feud, Jonathan Gresham versus Jay Lethal. Wow, yes. God damn it. Now, the beauty of this feud is that um, it's just based on who's the better pro wrestler. Yeah. Uh, they don't have to kill each other. Oh, and here's what I loved about this list when I made it that I remember. Oh, my number one feud is Ilya versus Walter. That's oh, my course, number one. Uh, because I gave two of their matches five stars. And I fucking love every time they fight. Because they also had those, they had a four-way and a three-way. Yeah. So they had a bunch of matches. But what I love about my list is that my number three feud, they never had a match. And my number two feud, they've only had matches. <laughs> <laughs> Covering it, the whole spectrum. Covers the whole, like, they, they, those two feuds couldn't be more opposite. No. But I love them both. It's like, Eddie Dennis and Mark Andrews, no wrestling has happened. Just promos. But it's fucking awesome. Aggression and lethal. They don't even dislike each other. It's just like, who's the better wrestler? They had two matches. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the third. <laughs> and that's also been awesome. Uh, two different stories. Uh, so then we have best tag teams. All right. So for me, it's uh, Lorcan and Birch. Yep, number three, yeah. Number two is the Young Bucks. Okay. Just based on what they've done in the industry. It doesn't actually have to do with their matches. Sure. But they have two great ones. I will with... say, though, this year, Matt Jackson, they both, they've both they been great this yeah, year. Yeah, they've, they've been great this year. I was going to say just Matt Jackson, his selling of the back and all that. Yeah. But also, Nick is an amazing hot tag. Yeah, straight so, up. Yeah. And number one, as always, the Hunter Brothers. <laughs> I, lo- I, I love that. I respect that a yeah. lot. The, by the way, the Hunter Brothers are always going to be my number one because they're the best tag team in the world. Yeah, and they should be booked everywhere all the time. Yeah. I saw the, Are they going to be in World of Sport? I don't think so. But I saw them retweet, like, they're the thing. Are they? I saw, I just, I'm just saying I saw the Hunter Brothers retweeted I mean, there's the, the, the they promo know, they, they made. Yeah, there are no, so many dudes on there, so who knows. I hope they are. Like, honestly, guys, fucking the Hunter Brothers is the best tag team. Seriously, they're amazing. Book the Hunter Brothers. Book them everywhere. Book them everywhere. Uh, I don't know what... The, like, everyone says the same thing. They're the best tag team in Europe. <laughs> why, aren't they, why aren't they on Impact? This is how long ago we've been saying it. Remember that match they had with against the Sumerian Death Squad? Yeah. Michael Dante is where he is. Yeah. And Aleister Black is the... <laughs> yeah, that's how long ago That's that how long was. we've been saying this. Yeah. They, um, they're that good. Yeah. Back when Tommy End was the tag team champions in progress. Yeah. Not even in the singles run. Uh, 
so yeah, my three, also not surprising, Lorcan and Birch, number three. Number two, uh, I put Rapungi 3K. Wow. Because I still really enjoy them, although this, they haven't... I mean, they were split up with the um, Best yeah. of Super Juniors. True. So their tag stuff hasn't really had as much. But showing the but first half of the yeah. first quarter of the year, let's say. Yeah. Really good stuff. Hey, showing yo are the future of this business. They are the future, and I still am behind them 100%. Uh, my number one is the Young Bucks, and it's like, you know, it's like voting for Okada. It's like it's, yeah, it's we, for yeah. the Young Bucks. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. They're number one because they are. Uh, and uh, now we have Best Promotions. Uh... Uh, for me, it's uh, I'm uh, counting these as their own separate promotions. Okay. Annex C two hundred five live are all uh one promotion. Fair enough. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So what's number three? Is uh, Annex C two hundred five. Oh, so you you combine them. Yep. Okay, that's fair. Uh, New Japan. Gotcha. And Progress, of course. Gotcha. Okay. You know what's funny? I really I've enjoyed Progress this year. But I always put them on my list. Yeah. So I decided to switch it up a little bit because uh, I always like I always like them. So the, I had number three NXT, mm. and I don't I didn't put two hundred five, but I like two hundred five. Uh, number two, WXW, which I really love this year. Uh, number one, New Japan, because um, New Japan. Uh, yeah, so, of course. Uh, so then we have best major show. I didn't do that one because oh, I sorry, completely okay. forgot. Oh, sorry, okay. Because we have weekly shows of major shows. We're, we're like, running long. Should we Yeah, should we cut it's almost here? over. That's okay. it, yeah, we're at the end here. Okay, so major show, honorable mention for me, the Sendai Girl Show from 418. They had the Shirai Sat Tomorrow match. Uh, and the number three, New Japan Dominion. Number two, WXW 16 Carat Day 2. This is the match that had Thatcher versus Lucky Kid, which mm. was Lucky Kid's breakout singles match. And also had uh, Tony Storm versus Melanie Gray in a great match. Uh, and had the three-way at the end, and also had Mike Bailey versus, um, uh, fucking the guy, um, Bobby Guns. A lot of great stuff on that. And the number one is NXT TakeOver New Orleans, ladder match, Gargano Champa, Black wins the title from Almas. What is there to say? Yep. Um, and then we have finally our final category, Best Weekly Show. Mm. Uh, did you did you have weekly shows or I, I do got weekly shows. I okay. actually can give you the major shows now because it was super easy for me to come up with them. Okay, fair enough. Number three is Wrestle Queendom. Okay, yeah. Number two is Super Strong Style Sixteen Day Two. That was a good show. Yeah. Fucking right. Yeah, it was good. And uh, number one is Sixteen Carat Day Two. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it is good stuff. A lot of good shows. Wrestle Queendom was was a fun show. That'd probably be like four or five for me. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so then we have weekly shows because I feel like this is, I forgot to add this category originally, but it's hard to make weekly television as we see with Raw and SmackDown. It's the hardest thing to do. It is. Wrestling. It is. It really. And we deserve to give credit where it's due. Yeah. Um. And so we will. Uh, best weekly show. Uh, you can go ahead first. Uh, Shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Good show. Yeah, it is a good show. It really is. Uh, uh I was torn between Two Hundred Five Live and Impact, but I'm gonna give it to Two Hundred Five Live and get Impact another year because okay. Impact still has a thing where. Second half doesn't have a lot of matches because they didn't tape enough matches. Right. So they'll replay old Impact shit. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to... I'm behind on Impact, but I will say my the, the, the feeling I get is they're a little bit weak in the main event scene right now. They are? Because they have Eli Drake. Yeah, have Eli Drake, they Moose. They got Moose, uh, Eddie Aries. Edwards. Yeah, uh, and Austin. everything's revolved around Aries now. Yeah, Austin Aries and Pentagon. Right, Pentagon, true, yeah. But still, like, it's 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 a little <laughs> bit light. Yeah, the mid card, the main card, the main event doesn't feel like the main event. Right. It feels like that it's all good, but there's no actual main event. Yeah. 
It feels like they're all even. Yeah, they're all yeah. even. Like, it feels like at any moment Trevor Lee could challenge for the title. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And it would be totally accepted. Yeah. yeah. And so, there's some there's some strengths to that. There's some good stuff in, in there, though. Right. Like, there's some good stuff stuff in there. Yeah. Tessa Blanchard can't be better than she is. <laughs> Impossible. I think she will be. I mean, I'm going to be... She's only going to get better. Dude, she's going to challenge Sue Young for the title, and I'm going to be all over it. The question with Tessa Blanchard and how far they'll go with her is, how committed is she? Oh, I'm sure she's committed. If oh, okay. She, I don't know. Her top, the yeah. top talent? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know because... Is she still eyeing WWE? Like, I don't know. I don't know what her mindset is. Yeah, me neither, but... Uh, but they have her now, and they should probably use her as much as they can. So. And you get to see her butt every week. That's true. That's, uh, She's a fucking lady. Yeah, she is a lady. She is a lady. With a butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was your number two. So your, that wasn't even your, your... No, that wasn't even my two yeah. or five lives. Number two. Yeah. Consistently, yeah. day in, day out, fucking good show. Yeah, especially their main events are always yeah. good. Yeah, the main events are always good. Yeah. Even if they're not main events, I don't really care about, like, the, the, the six-man elimination. Still yeah, good. I did end up watching that. It was okay, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. But it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Told a story. Yeah, it told a story. Got Drew Gulak over. It's a consistent story, too. It I'll, did. And yeah. it looked like an actual blow-off. They're doing all this without pay-per-views right. or major events right. in one title to yes. to work towards. They're doing faction warfare without tag titles. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's good stuff. And I hope it doesn't get... I hope it stays the course. I hope it doesn't get overblown. I hope they uh, introduce people slowly and steadily yeah. and just create a really good roster. I mean, and you know, since the days of... Uh, what was his partner's name even? Murphy and... and Oh, uh, Wesley Blake. <laughs> Murphy and Blake. I mean, I always knew Murphy had more in him, but yeah, I didn't know he had all this. Yeah, he has really been so a revelation. Yeah. And week to week, of course, and the of course. champion is NXT. Uh, yeah. Best NXT, week to be best weekly show. Yeah. Can't disagree with that. My list is, of course, very similar. I did not put in Shotgun because I had to make room for being the elite. <laughs> being the elite. <laughs> My number three best weekly B- show. Elite. B- B- That's elite. right. A show with no pro wrestling matches. No matches whatsoever. No. But it did have a motherfucking funeral segment that'll knock your socks off. <laughs> it's the best part. What's a funeral? They put a jobber in a box so his family could come and talk about how great he is. All right. Uh... <laughs> so many bits. So many good bits. Uh, They're pulling aside Marty and saying, like, you know, Marty and Flip J fans are just isn't doing yeah. enough numbers. The tour was only two and a half weeks. Why did, <laughs> why did you think this would go on for so long? I also love that now they're doing a gimmick where the Young Bucks, like... Are the, the writers of the show. Yeah, they've they run out of material. They've acknowledged that they're the writers of the show. <laughs> yeah. And they, 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 they need more material. Like yeah. They need... <laughs> God bless. Um, Joey Ryan. Oh, the mystery of Adam Page and Joey Ryan. I was referring to Joey Ryan's... Wife Famous Dick Rosler. Oh, yeah, but that was... His, oh, his look, wife Joey's is hot wife. wife. <laughs> Joey's hot wife. Joey's hot wife. She introduced herself as Joey's hot wife. Yeah. And then I also, he was like, oh, we're going to the funeral. She's like, yeah, I can't make it. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she wasn't there. She wasn't part of the segment. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, by the way, Joey's still alive, right? For He's sure. still alive. Joey, like, that was Joey whose hand was on Paige's shoulder, right? No, it could be Stephen Amell. Oh, shit. You think Stephen Amell actually did it? Yeah. No, I don't think Stephen Amell actually did it. Oh. He's hit the body somewhere? Yeah. Or, oh. No, I don't think he was there at all. 
He was in Canada. As literally, he was. Oh, well, that was his alibi, right? As literally, he's like, he was filming. Filming, he was filming Arrow <laughs> Road. It happened. He was filming Arrow at the time <laughs> yeah. it happened. Yeah. Uh, so then, number three being the Elite. My number two, same as yours, 205 Live. Uh, two words, Mustafa Ali. We've said a lot about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can't and, talk about him anymore. No. Uh, and number one is NXT, because it is the best show. It's the best you, show. Every week, week I watch it, it's like, it's great wrestling, great storytelling. And here's the thing. It's sometimes, an hour, it's sometimes they're a little weak, but not Not recently. recently. <laughs> not recently. Not recently. Maybe after the next talent raid, it'll be a little weak, but... Yeah. Right now, they're bloated, if anything. Yeah. Fucking TM61 is, like, getting jobbed out and shit. Yeah, for real. Like, the <sighs> War Raiders, there's no upward mobility in those tag team right now. No. Not at all. Oh, you know, uh, 205 Live, who made the, their, their debut was Leo Rush. And Noam Dar's back from injury. Yeah, he fucking squashed TJ Perkins. Right? And it was beautifully... Because <laughs> they've been building up as TJ Perkins has been squashing jobbers. They have, yeah. And then having to squash by Noam Dar. Right. Who, as everyone knows, I fucking love. Yes. Fucking yes. love Noam Dar. Yes, you do. And I really enjoy Leo Rush, and I want to see where this goes yeah. with this cocky young character thing. Yeah, like Where what? he's basically like a... He reminds me of like a like a like an athlete, basically. He he's basically a young rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, man, they ain't, they they don't they don't got what I got. <laughs> yeah, I'm the man of the hour. I'm a 23 year old piece of gold. I wouldn't call you that though. Well, you're he's... a 23 year old piece of shit. <laughs> and that's what Cesaro was gonna turn him into. Yeah. After he does a German. chop him down. Chop him down. Uh, so those are the awards. Um. I think about does it for this episode. That huh? does it. I think we're as always two hours. God damn it! All right, well, are we, we still... talk about wrestling too much. And the, it was funny. I was looking forward to the Naruto thing more. Yeah. So we might have to take a little break before we record that. Yeah, uh, no, I, I might have to go run around the block, get my energy, up, get some coffee or something. Yeah. Um, but you know, hey. the good news is that um, at least uh, Naito's not gonna win G1. Ooh, so piece of shit. <laughs> Kenny Omega, we coming for you, nigga. <laughs>